Good morning. Unless you're a Lakers fan, as Lil Wayne is. But it is time to skip the BS. Time for Undisputed. Time to talk LeBron's Lakers turning into fakers with two friends of mine, two lifelong L.A. born and raised Laker fans, Richard Sherman and Keyshawn Johnson. Good morning to you both, I guess. Why, why are you guess? Good morning. Guess. Yeah, okay, good morning to you. Morning, Skip. Good morning, Richard. How are you? <sighs> Here we go. Okay. I'm so, it got so bad last night that after the game, LeBron James tweeted an hourglass, just an hourglass, whose time has run completely out. All the sand is at the bottom. No, that's not true. It's yeah. still some sand right I, at the I top. don't think there's any sand yeah, left in there. Yeah, there's some there. All right. So over the last four games, the Lakers have allowed an average of 137 points per game. Oh, God. Monday night, the Lakers, of course, got bullied by the 21 and 24 Rockets in Houston, trailing by as many as 30 points. Then last night, playing back-to-back in Atlanta without Anthony Davis, they got embarrassed again, giving up 138 to the 20 and 27 Hawks and losing 138 to 122. It sure looked like the Lakers were quitting on Darvin Ham, and of course, Twitter was immediately on fire with Fire Ham. Lakers have fallen to 24 and 25 with games coming up at Boston tomorrow night on TNT. Uh oh. And at Knicks Saturday night on ABC. Yikes. Richard Sherman, you being the Laker fan that you are, will Darvin Ham be fired and should he be fired? Um, I, I would have guessed so, Skip. Um, mm-hmm. it's starting to become too loud. It's starting to become too much. Uh, the things that he's known for, being a motivator, being a great defensive coach, are the things the Lakers are struggling with the most right now. And again, I hate always going back to this because it's frustrating and it gets old and I hate hearing myself say it. But I hate the play-in effort because you gave such great effort then and you showed what you're capable of and which makes every single loss and every single performance where they're underwhelming and they're under achieving and they're giving bad effort even more frustrating because we saw what it looks like when you care. So now it just makes you feel like they don't care and they don't care week after week after week, game after game after game. And it's frustrating as a fan to watch it because you saw what they could be. You saw how how great they could be and how how well coached they could be, how good they could be defensively, how good they could be offensively. And then you see this. You know, you see wide open shot after wide open shot. You see lack of effort on offense, on defense. Shot making isn't there. So I, I just can't see him being there much longer. But, I mean, what are you going to do? I, the coach isn't going to go out there and play either way. You know, the coach isn't out there shooting the shots or playing defense or not playing defense. So I don't think changing the coach changes anything unless you change the players. But changing the players don't do anything because players come in and play worse for the Lakers. Mm. Huh. Mm. Yeah. yeah, no, he 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 shouldn't be fired, uh, no. Skip. No, he sh- he shouldn't be. You 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 think about it. About a month or so ago, the conversation came up. The same conversation: should he be fired? Because they came out of the in season tournament and it would it didn't look good. I think they they got ran out the building several times by several different teams. At Philly, they lost by forty four. At, at Oklahoma City, they lost by twenty three. Go ahead. So no, yeah. so yeah. so then. They got loud. But then they started playing better. 
all of a sudden they went on like a little nice little magical carpet run and they were 14 they 14 and 9 since coming out of the in season tournament so now you look at it and you say to yourself okay they played these last couple nights without Anthony Davis in the lineup defensively yes just one i the, mean he was in and out of the lineup the game in and before. out yeah, yeah. the game before okay. yeah. in Houston mm -hmm. so you look at what they're supposed to be they're supposed to be a defensive somewhat unit with some scores that can score in LeBron and Reeves and AD and company. They had a head coach who was a defensive coach who won a, a championship that they, they fired to get another coach from the Milwaukee Bucks that was an assistant with no head coaching experience yeah. that was supposed to be a defensive stopper. I don't understand. Now you want to get rid of the dude again, this guy, to go get what? What are you going to get? As far as LeBron... By the way, the bubble team was number one in defense when they won the championship. Exactly. Number one. Okay. So when you think about that, Skip, is number yeah. one defensive unit, now we complaining that they're giving up too many goods every other night uh, to the opponents. Now we want to part ways with Darwin Ham because, what, we're getting up on the all-star break, so this is a perfect opportunity, a perfect it, it's time. It's coming up. It's seven, seven games away. Seven games yeah. away to yeah. move on from this guy to hire yep. who? Who are you going to hire? Who are you going to go get Doc Rivers out of TV? Well, you can't do that. The Bucks did that already. You're yeah. going to get Ty Lue. Ty Lue's on the team that's in your building written from you that's rolling right now. So when you start to look at it, this is the best situation. Ride it through. As far as LeBron and his tweet, all he's saying is we are running out of time and we need to get going. And it's not about LeBron at age 39 years old. If you go back and you look, it's the same player from 10 years ago, man. In fact, his three-point percentage is up from 10 years ago. That was a big deal, right? Oh, he can't okay. shoot the threes. Yeah. It's up it's slightly. Up. Okay, it's up just slightly. a quick point of order. Over the last two nights, LeBron is 7 out of 17 from the free throw line. That's horrendous. You know and I know that's just wrong. Yeah, he's got to shoot better. he can better. be better than he's that. Shoot okay. better from, right. He's got to okay. shoot better from the free throw. Yeah. But when you look at him as an individual – I mean, what, he can't carry every team. Although Reeves had, what did they, Reeves have, 29 last night? Yeah. 28, 29 yeah. last night. Everybody's got to chip in. Yeah. That's all. Don't start to panic just yet. Just, you know, we'll, we'll be okay. I think we'll be fine. Richard, do you have any fine left in you? Anything? No. No. No, Skip. No. Okay. All right. Allow me to say, I personally like Darvin Ham a lot. I think he's a good man, and he's done a lot of good things as a very young head coach. Just for the record, I'm going to remind everybody that just at the end of last season, they got to the Western Conference Finals in his first year as a head coach, and they took the eventual champion Denver Nuggets to the wire four straight times. They were right there all four times going into the fourth quarter. LeBron wasn't very good, but you can also put it on everybody that nobody was very good except for Austin Reeves. When he got his chances, he was pretty good. But over those four fourth quarters, LeBron shot seven of 23, and he shot one of 10 from three. And in that closeout game here in L.A., LeBron had two shots at the end of the game to tie the game and miss the rim with both shots. One, the second one got blocked before he could get it up to the rim. But my point is, you saw a team that was very well coached as it blew through Memphis in a round, blew through Golden State, had chances against the Denver Nuggets. And then to Richard's point, it was an indictment of him and them and, and who they can be 
when they just blew right through the in-season tournament for what that's worth. I don't know how seriously anybody else took it, but LeBron took it very seriously, and they won, what, seven games? Yeah, but those games, as you know, I don't mean to cut you off, Skip, but as you know, those games are not back-to-back. They're spread out over the course of the season, and then they put them together. It's like in-season tournament. At at, at the end, they put them together, and then you had your, your playoff games against Phoenix at home, and then you got the Pelicans in Las Vegas, and then you got the Pacers in Las Vegas, but you... You dominated all those games. You, you looked really, you looked like a potential championship basketball team. And you not only won the trope, whatever it's called, the cup, cup, and you raised the banner. And Richard was not good with raising the banner. You I'm were okay with, with it, it okay? With but it, as it raised, it raised expectations for your team, right? And then you brought up what just happened with Doc Rivers. That also puts some pressure on your franchise because you saw what the Bucks did. They had a first-year head coach, and they, they got yeah, halfway through, and they just said, no, just no, 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 no. Okay. Bud, they won a championship yeah. two years ago with yeah. Bud, then they go and do this? Okay, and they reach for Doc, and I love Doc, too. I don't know if that's going to work either because, to Richard's point, in the end it comes out to how good are those players and how do they mesh. I don't want to be a hypocrite about this because going into this year, I really liked the Lakers a lot because I thought they got a little better in the offseason. I thought that Rob Polinka did a very good job, a great job last year at the trade deadline and a very good job in this offseason. But we still haven't seen Gabe Vincent at all. And he finally had to have some knee scope. And I, I'm telling you, he would help their rotation a lot because he can shoot it. But what's troubling to me is the lack of defense because it's quit defense. It's, it's give-up defense where I'm looking at this. Check this one out. The, the Los Angeles Lakers, who in the, the bubble year led the league in defense, they are now averaging 14 three-point makes a game. Think about that. That is dead last in the NBA. So every night your opponent is going to average, average making 14 threes. Help me with the math. It's hard to overcome it. It's 42 points that they're going to get because – I watch night after night like you guys do, and and I see nobody guarding anybody at the three-point line. Like Trey Young, excuse me, Trey Young last night was just he just bought he was six out of nine for three, and he's not that great a three-point shooter. But if you just dare him to shoot like free throws from the three-point line, he's going to make them. And then we had the incident before the game with Christian Wood. I like Christian Wood as a player, but Darvin apparently doesn't love him, and he's been in and out of the lineup, mostly out. And his minutes have been reduced. And so last night, there's no Anthony Davis. I don't know if you guys followed this, but 30 minutes before the game, when the lineups came out, <sighs> Christian Wood was not in the starting lineup for AD. Jackson Hayes was. And so <laughs> Christian goes to his locker and tweets. This is like a half hour before the game. LOL. That's all. Just LOL. And then he said after the game, well, I actually, it was an accident. I was going to put another quote in there, and then I accidentally hit sin, and then the game was about to start, and I had to go. And I, How about I, I, don't I, touch yeah. your phone at all? Don't, how about it? How, how about, how, how about right. don't touch your phone? I, okay, but this is a half hour. And it, it came off as a sign of disrespect, like a mutinous sign of disrespect for Darwin. So it feels like it's teetering upon he's losing the team because if – Coaching to me, and Richard talked about the motivation angle that, that was supposedly Darvin's strength, it first translates into defense. Because defense, as you guys know, it's just, it's just effort. You know, like it, there's not a whole lot of strategy going on like there is in football, in basketball. A lot of it's just 
Let's, do, do, you, do you feel like it? Do, do, you, do you want to play it or not? Do you, do you want to get up into people but or this, not? You want to get your hand up or not? But, Skip, this is now, though, when LeBron has to become LeBron inside the locker room. Yeah. And let everybody know and put everybody on notice as the slash general manager that if you don't <laughs> get your you-know-what-together yeah. and stop doing these sort of things, then you could potentially be on the move. He's got he's to do that, and I wouldn't be shocked or surprised in the next several days, if that's not the case, where we hear LeBron let everybody know that that is not acceptable because you will undermine the people on the sideline as the head coach and his staff. Yeah, exactly. So Yeah, I, but, but I, I also don't see that, like, working because, because <laughs> we can talk about um, they, they, we just aren't making shots, too, okay? And that's the, that's the frustrating part. It doesn't matter how good LeBron wants to motivate these guys, they're not making shots. Like, they're not making open well, shots. Mo- they're not motiv- driving. He, mo- they're he not- motivated them during the tournament, though, Richard. Yeah. By talking about right. I'm with the you. economics, I'm, I'm they, with they got you. motivated but with it, the money that they can make. It wasn't, it, but it, it wasn't like he's not trying to motivate them now. Like, that's, that's the part that's frustrating for me. It's not like he's, he's going out there like, hey, now the tournament's over. Y'all good. Like, mail it in. Y'all just whatever. It's whatever. I'm sure he's frustrated. And going in there like, come on, bro, step it up. Like, get, give me some better effort. And they're not. And that's why I'm like, I don't think, I don't think people are going to change that. I don't think you bring in Trey Young or, or anybody, for that matter, that's going to come in and change the culture because the guys just don't care. Mm. And that's what it looks like when you watch them. That's why it's hard to watch I the Lakers. I, I, you, you laughed at me yesterday when I said I'd rather watch Smush Parker and Kwame Brown. Because at least I didn't have expectations. They were super low. I go, I go into those games thinking we're going to lose. I'd be surprised if we win. Yeah. I go in these games thinking we're a talented team. We should beat these teams. Yeah. And I leave disappointed every single night. Yeah. You're probably the only Laker fan that want to watch them play basketball. <laughs> You're probably the I only I mean, one. right now? Should but, we but Keyshawn, we might as well be point. watching them now. I mean, come on, man. No, there is no point to that. Come on, dude. Hey, we, we said the Keyshawn. same thing a month ago, and then they started a nice little run. And now we back to that same conversation again? Keyshawn, think about this. Key, they didn't, they, yeah. Go ahead, they didn't have a nice run. They, I mean, they're still under 500. Yeah. They, were, they were four games over 500 after the tournament, and, and, and we haven't really got four games over 500 since. So it's no, not I, a nice I, little I, run. I mean, they, they, they had a nice little run. Right after the tournament, they started to struggle. Then we started talking about, oh, the coach and this and that. And are they, or is he losing the locker room? Then they had a nice little, I don't know how many games it was, nice little run. And now we back to that conversation again about whether or not they should move on from Darwin Ham, especially we're up against the All-Star break coming here soon. And you would naturally think, Skip, that that's when they would make a coaching move. But yeah. again, who do you go get? What are you, who are you getting? I don't know. Let's do elevate up Phil Handy. From, who, LeBron loves him, but he's been around forever. Just see if he could muddle through the rest of the year. I don't know. Maybe, who knows? Maybe they have somebody that they've picked out. I do think that Doc Rivers is going to put some pressure on Jeannie Buss that, that she didn't have before because it's like the league is looking at the Lakers like, wait a second, you're 24 and 25? We're 49 games in? Keyshawn, even you would admit that's just wrong, right? There's something really wrong with that picture, 24 and 25. I would admit that they are a struggling basketball team, and you thought coming into the season that they would be better at this point. Given the fact that you mentioned it gave Vincent to come over from Miami would obviously help us out. We bring in those pieces back 
from the Western Conference Final. That would be okay. AD has grown and learned yep. since since uh, Lil Wayne wanted to trade him. He got better. He did. All of those sort of things you would think yep. that they would be better. But I am not of the panic mode based on where they were at last year in the same sort of spot. Same sort of spot. And then they wind up in a Western Conference final, as you said. Mm. So why go into panic now? I don't remember it ever getting this bad last year. Maybe it was, I'm it was, forgetting. It was, no, it was it ugly. got this bad. Yeah, it was uh, ugly. It was, uh, that's why they went and did all the trading and moving pe pieces around. Okay, because so, it was ugly. So I'm going to hit the low points again. They lost by 44 at Philly, by 23 at Oklahoma City. Then they bounced back and beat Oklahoma City twice. So as LeBron said after the game, we are capable of beating any team in the league, and we are capable of losing to any team in the league. And that's what we've roller coastered through this year because they bounced back and beat Oklahoma City twice. They beat the Clippers, which was but the Clippers are playing at a very high level. And then all of a sudden, Brooklyn comes here and beats them at home by 18. And I'm like, what, what, what was that? Then they go up to Golden State on Saturday night and they win in double overtime. But it took a lot of points. It took 145 points to Golden State's 144 points. So there was little to no defense played. It was a shootout. And LeBron won the shootout. So good for them. And then they turn right around and go to Houston and get him embarrassed to the point they got bullied by the Houston Rockets. They got pushed around and bullied and turned right around and go to Atlanta before a packed house. It's LeBron's one big trip to Atlanta. And you know how it's like a festival there and, and nobody shows up. LeBron played okay. He just missed his free throws. But you, you would think this team is good enough to beat the 20 and 27 Atlanta Hawks. And they weren't even, they weren't in the game from tip. It, Atlanta just took the game right. over. It, yeah. It, it, but it's, it's like I feel you, Key, because we did go from the 10th seed or 9th seed, whatever it was, to play in and make our way to the, to the Western Conference Finals. And that was great. That was fantastic. But you can't expect that every year. No, I don't want to do it again. And, and that's that's the, no, I don't want to do that, that again. That's the thing. That's the, I don't want to do that again. I don't want to sit there and be sitting there on the edge of my seat every Like, why can't we just win a couple in a row? And that's what I'm saying. Like, you're saying we went on a row. Run, we never went on a run of three, four wins in a row. And that's that's what they need to do because we'd be over 500 at this point. But they keep one win, two losses, two wins, two losses, three losses, a win. Bad you know, loss. and it's like, my goodness, and it's bad, bad losses. It's not even, some of these games are not even competitive in. No. And you're like, bro, we are too talented of a team. And I know Skip's like, Gabe Vincent is going to come save the day. Gabe Vincent was not playing well when he was playing for the Lakers. He, I don't think he's made it. I think he's made one three in a Lakers jersey out of 15 attempts or 16 attempts, something crazy like that. Just like everybody else, you put a Lakers jersey on, you forget how to shoot. Gabe Vincent was great for the Miami Heat, put a Lakers jersey on, his shooting percentage goes down tremendously. But what's the answer? I don't know because if you can't go out there and do the things that take no talent, it's hard to find answers. Like if you can't do the fundamental things right, you can't. Hey, we're, we're going to give effort, have a great attitude, execute the scheme. If you can execute, have good effort, you're going to have a chance in just about every game. But if you can't execute and your effort is bad, it's hard to fix the rest of it. Getting AD back healthy is going to help. It just is. And I know he's been on the floor in some of these crucial losses when you start talking yes. about Philadelphia and some of those other teams. But getting him back on the floor is certainly going to help. The pain, it just, it, it is. He's too good of a player to not help. Yeah. 
So, Keyshawn, I'm with you. I don't want to see Darwin get fired. It, it, that doesn't feel right because he's accomplished too much in a fairly short span. But this run right now feels wrong to me. And it just feels like as we approach February 14th, Valentine's Day, that's the last game they have before that break. It, it's, the expectations were so high off the in-season tournament. It just feels like with LeBron doing his passive-aggressive GMing, where he posts the hourglass, where the time it's either run out or almost run out. You think it's almost, but yeah, yeah, it it's, looks, some, it's some. I'm looking it at it. Looks, it's some sand in it. it. It looks run out to me, but whatever. The point is that the pressure is increasing on something to change. And to Richard's point, there's only one way you can change this, and that's to change coaches. Well, I know, right? I know for one, the pressure. LeBron isn't saying that I'm not opting in. That's not what he's saying here, okay? Because no. his contract allows him to make a decision it, at the end of the yeah. season on whether or not he wants to continue to be a Laker. I'm not worried about that. He's going to finish up being a Laker because that's just he, – he knows that's good business. So when you look at that from that standpoint, he's talking about the team in the position that they're in if they don't get things turned around. Nor do I – and you, you can help me out with this as far as genie bus goes. Mm. I don't remember her – Ever making a no, in-season do coaching no. change? Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't remember. Now her dad—that's a different story. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I don't remember Jeannie ever having to do that. Not you, her style. Not her style. Unless this has really gone beyond repair in her eyes. So how could it be gone uh, beyond repair? They're only one game from five hundred. That's it. It's not like okay, they nine th- games. Okay, think about this. Last four games, they have allowed an average of 137 points a game. Trust me, that ain't Lakers. No, Th- that's unacceptable. Defense. Yeah, yeah. All right, we got to talk some Cowboys because Jerry Jones finally spoke for the first time after that nightmare Green Bay loss. This was at the Senior Bowl yesterday, and I have no idea what he was talking about. Could you please <laughs> translate for me next? This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com undisputedpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash undisputed pod. Your mental health journey begins here. Ball back down. 
Jerry Jones, as usual, said some things yesterday at the Senior Bowl that came off as a little wacky, even kooky. But for me, this one took the cake, or maybe the burn cake, in explaining why he never had any doubt he was keeping Mike McCarthy. Jerry Jones said this. I thought we made a pretty good move four years ago when we hired Mike McCarthy. And he's had some great uh, in-season success. Now, he's come up short three times, three times and advanced us in the playoff, okay? But I like the fact that he's hanging around the rim. And I like what the team has done to, find, uh, to hang around the rim. So I think uh, uh, what the answer that I would have is that I'm aware that we're hanging around the rim. Uh, we're not getting the ball in, but we're hanging around the rim. Uh, let's don't uh, uh, discount hanging around the rim. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I, I didn't even know Jerry knew what basketball was. I've never seen Jerry at a basketball game, and I was stunned that he would reach for a basketball analogy, a really weird one, to explain why he kept McCarthy. So he said, hanging around the rim, hanging around the rim, but you keep airballing dunk shots, Jerry. This is my owner and my general manager who's at the Senior Bowl, not at the Super Bowl. He's at the Senior Bowl. Keyshawn, what do you make of this Jerry quote about why he didn't think twice about keeping Mike McCarthy? Well, first of all, he will be at the Super Bowl, no, just not later. Yeah, playing yes, in the Super yes. Bowl. <laughs> but he'll be there, I can guarantee you that. Look, man, there's a lot of teams that hang around the rim. <laughs> hang there's only the one rim. team that actually puts it in the basket, and the Cowboys aren't that. But no. I also understand what he's saying. What he, all he's saying, Skip, is we're that close. We're right here. I've got a coach that I like, that I'm in the building. You're not in the building. You don't know the hard work that he puts in every single day to get our team prepared, get our quarterback ready to go. I've seen him work with the quarterback in the offseason. The quarterback has gotten significantly better as a quarterback, not statistics, but just better decision-making at times for the Cowboys since Mike McCarthy has come on three years ago as a head coach. It's a fact. You can't argue that. I understand. We live in a microwave society. We want instant. We want now. We want to change. I'm a Cowboy fan. I had one in 30 years. Or are you kidding me? I get all that, Skip. But he's there. He sees it every single day. Because one thing is not, it's not financially. He's not one of these owners that says, well, I'm not getting ready to spend that type of money. He doesn't care about the money. He's got more, look, he's got more money than we could ever imagine having in our lives combined, Richard. But at the same time, this coach is in there and he's done, he's done a, a pretty good job. They have not gotten over the hump. So if you think going out and bringing in somebody else, as I said to you, after y'all lost, if you think just going out and bringing in somebody and that's going to get you over the hump, you're sadly mistaken, man. That happened one time. One time with us in John Gruden and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that had a lights-out defense, and all we did was tweak just a little bit on offense enough in the playoffs to get us over the hump. Mm. But that, that hadn't happened since then. And people fire coaches all the damn time and try to hire new coaches, and they're right back in neutral or reverse mm. going backwards. Mm. Let it see it through. Let's, let's just see 
the finished product and let's see how what happens. You got you have to. What do you mean? Watch what Jim Harbaugh does with the L.A. Chargers. But the L.A. Chargers yeah. were five and what? Five mm-hmm. and twelve. Yeah, but they should have been much better. You know, they were five and twelve yeah. though. Right. If they were not five and twelve, mm. and they were in the same position that the Dallas Cowboys were in, mm. Staley would still be the coach. Mm. That's just a fact, though, Skip. I understand you're a cowboy and you wanted to be a certain way. Just, just relax. Mm. Go, Richard. You, you think yeah. there's some? I mean, I, I feel I feel exactly what he said, and, and like Keyshawn said, this is what we told you after. This is why I didn't think he was getting fired in the first place. He has the second most wins to Andy Reid in the last three years. Andy Reid has 37. And, he has 36. And guess That's who's just in the, the Super Bowl? And, yep. and Andy Reid. There's only been five teams in the Super Bowl. I mean, less than five teams. There's been the Rams have won one. Tampa's won one. Uh, in the last six years, I think Philly's won one. Kansas New City England's twice. won one. Uh, Kansas City won twice. Yeah, twice. And so it's not like you're sitting there saying, oh, man, all these other teams are winning so many Super Bowls and, and we're left in the dust. Like, you're not hearing Green Bay winning Super Bowls, Minnesota, you know, other teams in the NFC winning multiple Super Bowls in your wake. They're not doing better than your team. They're not winning more than your team. So that's what he's saying. Hey, we're hanging around the rim because we're always – in the discussion, we're always winning our division or in the in the playoffs, in the second round, in the first round. We're we're rarely out of the discussion. And until you're out of the discussion and out of hope, which is out of the playoffs, you got a chance. Yes. Like, yeah, they, you know, they're, 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 and that's what he's saying. We got a chance every single season and we're frustrated that we're not finishing the job. But it, I'm too old to push reset. I'm too old to go that's in the exactly reverse. I'm too to old to see. Exactly what you'd be doing it, it, to see if it'll work out next time. Mm. And, and, and I know you feel like Jim's going to be the, the, the answer in, in uh, L.A. And he may be. Yep. He may be. Mm. But it's not a miracle cure in any capacity. And if he struggles and if he doesn't have success, that's not an indictment on Jim. That was a tough situation in the first place. People say that the Chargers are cursed and that nobody can win there because nobody has won there. And if he does win there, great. But what if he does what Mike McCarthy does? That most Charger fans would take that in a heartbeat. If he wins 36 games over the next three years and takes his team to the playoffs three consecutive years and they get put out in the divisional every round, every year, they would be over the moon because it's compared to what they've been dealing with, that'd be dang near Super Bowl. But it's Jerry's understanding that, hey, there are two sides of every coin. And on the other side of that coin is us out of the playoffs watching everybody else play. Would you yeah. rather have would you rather have LaFleur as your coach? Sure. You I'd would. take him right now. Absolutely. Yes, sir, I would. Oh, okay. I've seen enough of Mike McCarthy. And, and what, and what Mike, has LaFleur done that that would make you switch coaches? What has he done? He was up 27 to nothing <laughs> on my coach before halftime in a playoff game at Jerry World okay. in which we were the two seed and they were the <laughs> seven seed. Okay. And we were going to have back-to-back home games over Green Bay and then Detroit to get to San Francisco and our first NFC championship game in 29 freaking years. That's what we are doing. And now I've seen it three straight years. A team coached by Mike McCarthy and quarterback by Dak Prescott stunk Skip. three straight playoff losses. Skip. At home, I'm not even beginning to get started Skip. here. At home say, against San say, Francisco. Us, At home against San I'm Francisco. Just, against just... Jimmy G's 49ers. We're down 20 
23 to 7 going to the fourth quarter. We're at home. Dak stunk. Mike McCarthy did not have the team ready. And then we go to San Francisco and my quarterback stunk in the first half and threw two first half interceptions when my defense actually showed up. Mike McCarthy has nothing to do with the defense. That's all about Dan Quinn. Maybe we'll keep him next year. Maybe he won't get a head job. Maybe that's my only silver lining of hope. But then I had to sit and watch the Green Bay Packers come in and yeah. destroy my team. They did. And it was a fireable offense for my head coach, maybe for the whole coaching staff. Maybe they should have just cleaned house because it depends Great what your standards life. are. What is your goal? What is your mission? Is it to go 12 and 5 in the regular season every year so that everybody's like, la di da, we're 12 and 5? It's not mine. But I've lived through eight Super Bowls and we won five of them. And Richard said, that's pre internet. They don't even count. Yep. Well, how about the San Francisco freaking 49ers? That is certainly pre-Apple right. phone. Okay. Yeah. But what about the 49ers? They haven't won a Super Bowl since one Super, year before we won right the last But one. they haven't been in the Super Bowl okay. three damn times. Okay. But they haven't won one since 1994. So that didn't so count. So that scared. didn't even count. So it's, so it's, so it's, let me, let me, it's let me, let me quiet it's this just, crowd. Real uh, quick, yeah. let me quiet this because yeah. because you just said you take the floor over your coach. I take anybody. I'll take Dan Quinn. Real quick, though, Richard, yeah. and, and I'm just going to ask you one more question to know, Skip. Yeah. Your favorite quarterback of all time in this recent era is Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Didn't y'all beat Tom Brady in the playoffs a year ago and you wasn't saying anything about Dak Prescott or Mike McCarthy? You was like, oh, we... we because you beat Tom Brady. Yeah, and then what But happened? now, but doesn't matter. What, what, what's but, your standard? But I'm just saying to you, you, you want to give a guy an extension after he beats Tom Brady, mm. but when you lose to Green Bay, you want to get fired. Well, I didn't want to give him an extension. I didn't trust him at all. Oh, I said okay. it then. But, you didn't trust but, him at all. No. Okay. But, but this, is, this, is, this is the hypocrisy of Skip. This is the hypocrisy of Skip. Because he says, Mike LaFleur, give me such and such and such and such. If you were the Green Bay Packers and you just looked at them from the same lens that you're looking at your, your team, and you said, what have they done? You know, he's he's gotten blown out in the NFC Championship blown with an MVP out. at quarterback. And got blown, the doors blown off of him in the NFC Championship. With an MVP. With an MVP quarterback who didn't play, who didn't play well. He got he got beat at home in a playoff game yes. by the by the San Francisco 49ers and Jimmy G, just like you did. Because he had Aaron this, Rodgers this is a, at quarterback. Go look at Aaron Rodgers I, 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 over his last five thing. playoff I, games. Tell me what can you I, see. Go look at the last five playoff games. Can I finish making my point? Because you just said I want Michael. You want Lafleur. So I'm about to give you the lenses. So you can sit here and dress it up. You're missing my point. I'll take anybody over this guy. This deadheaded Michael. Because you're just painting it differently. You're really? just painting it different, wearing a different mask, but the results are the same. He got beat at home as a one seed. Yes. They got yeah, Aaron Rodgers in the NFC Championship. The they got sit. So I mean, quarterbacks play bad sometimes. They they do. They play bad. That, yeah. that, that, every team yeah. has lost playoff okay. games. So when when teams when teams lose playoff games, usually the quarterback struggles. The team struggles. That's why they lost. Skip. That's why there's only been so many Super Bowl champions. And I'm saying. You would take the Green Bay Packers and their success, and it's almost identical to it's yours. It's the same. It's almost identical. Okay, okay, so they played in an NFC Championship okay, game a couple wait, times. Wait, wait a wait, second. Wait, we. Go 
ask Packer Nation who they want, Mike McCarthy or LaFleur. Ask them who they want, and it would well, be unanimous for well, LaFleur. Well, because he well, got well, fired Only, one of, them, the only one of them brought him a Super Bowl. And yeah. he got one fired one at the end because the quarterback yeah. didn't like him. Richard, he brought him a Super Bowl pre-internet. It's, it's like 15 oh, uh, years ago. Yeah, it, it was. It was pre-internet. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was. Nice try. It wasn't pre-internet. I had it. It shot. It didn't count. Oh, God. You had a flip but, phone. You may still but, have a flip phone. I but, don't know. <laughs> he might still have a flip phone. But, but still, Skip, that's what I'm saying. When That's how, how crazy your perspective is. It's because no, it's, it's all perspective. You know, like, it is, my Dallas Cowboys have right. struggled. Yeah. And I can go to another fan base who've done almost exactly the same thing, been beaten the same scenarios, been blown out, been, been sent home, missed the playoffs. And then all you could tell me is, well, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, a Hall of Famer, four time MVP. Oh, he, he, yeah, you would have took Aaron Rodgers uh, 10 times out of 10. And now you talk about Aaron Rodgers like he's just some kind of slouch. He's not well, some he, kind of slouch. He, he's, he's a slouch he's in five straight playoff games for the Green Bay Packers. Go look it up. But that's and Richard, part, but, you saw the, the first one firsthand. You saw how he played part, in the second half in Seattle. But that's all Seattle. part of it. Richard's whole point is, and that's why I asked you the question, and this, mm. is, this wasn't a setup. Me and Richard aren't texting yeah. on the sideboard and saying, let's set Skip up and mm. talk about the Green Bay well, Packers. All I'm saying to you, all I'm saying to you is your team is essentially the same as a Green Bay Packers, Skip. You act like all of a sudden there's some magical coach coming out of the sky to save the day for the Dallas Cowboys. When you have a guy, as as Richard just said, right on par with Andy Reid as far as winning games, at some point you're either going to get over the hump or your team is going to be completely flat and then it becomes a fireball offense, mm-hmm. much like Brandon Staley mm-hmm. and the Chargers. You're not in that position yet. Mm-hmm. You're not, you act like you're in that position. You know how many franchises was love to lose at home? Well, we're not just any franchise. I don't oh, care. God. We're not the Chargers. You've been, we're the you've Cowboys. Been, you've been the same franchise for 30 years, man. Michael Emmett and Troy, they okay. gone. They go home, man. Charles Haley, them, they had Dion them. Okay, but they wait a home. second. They go home. For the first 30 Super Bowls, we were in 16 NFC championship games. Yes, That's more than half. In, I wasn't born. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care what you – you're not Cowboy they, fans. You don't get it. You don't understand. You can't relate. they let black relate. people play in all them Super Bowls? Because yeah. I don't know, Skip, because hey. it was that long ago. I don't even know yeah. if black folks was allowed in every single one of them uh, Super Bowls you talking they, about. They, no, we, we, That's, we, That's we, the kind of time we go. That's the kind of time we go on back to Hey, but but I'm just me. saying that's a long, sure. long time. Hey. It wasn't that long ago, sure. Come on hey. now. Hey, the, the Cowboys are Black America's team, also. Yeah, they, they got a I'm, lot of. Fans. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Cowboy yeah. fan, but I'm also I have a perspective different than you. You living on some from Oklahoma, close to Texas. I love the Cowboys, no matter what. But you got to remove yourself, man. This is the same thing I try to tell you and Michael all season long. Stop setting yourself up for failure. But if you want to get rid of Mike McCarthy, Jerry can do it at the Senior Bowl, and he can set the franchise back another 10 years if that's what you want to do. Okay, so yesterday, Jerry was asked, we're going to talk about this a little later, but he was asked about Bill Belichick, and he said, well, I got a coach, blah, blah, blah. And then he said, but Bill's a good friend of mine, and trust me, I could work with Bill Belichick. So you guys keep telling me Bill Belichick is by far the GOAT coach. You know, he is the greatest coach ever. That's what you keep telling yeah, me. Yes. So if you had a Tom shot. Tom Brady said it too. Okay, he said whatever. it on the herd. Yeah, yeah. He said it on other shows just the other day. Sure. Tom he's, Brady said it. That's what he's going to say. Yeah, he's, he's not going to blow his own, toot his own horn about how he was the reason. Okay, so the point is, 
if Jerry Jones had a chance to replace Mike McCarthy, which he did with Bill Belichick, why didn't he do that? Okay, so let right? me ask you a question, Skip. You've been covering the leagues, mm-hmm. leagues, all of mm-hmm. them. Have you ever seen a coach be replaced and fired in three seasons when he's given you everything that Mike McCarthy has given you right now? Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen somebody just come I, I, in and replace you know a guy? I Give me care. an example. Okay, we're talking about the Dallas Cowboys, the most care. valuable team in the world. The most valuable team in the world. You're 12 One of the most decorated teams in the, in the world. So what does it matter going 12 and 5 in the regular season when you stink up a playoff game and you stink up another one, you stink up another one, and I'm like, what does Richard always say? The definition of insanity is you just keep doing the same thing over so and Seattle, over and so over Seattle again, right? should Seattle should have fired Pete Carroll 10 years ago. Mm. Mr. Kraft should have fired Bill Belichick 15 years ago. This is what no. you're saying. No, I'm not Bill Parcells shouldn't have never, ever had an opportunity to have a run with the New York Giants because he got off to an awful start. This is what you're saying. No, I'm not saying Yes, you are. I, but, but you're, you're my, question is, my question is, you're Skip. Listening. My question is, so say they made the change, Skip. Say they made the change. Yeah. Because as you know and I know and Key knows, you change coordinators with quarterbacks usually – there's a fall off. You keep changing Absolutely. systems after system, especially Jalen after he's had the most that. success. Jalen Hurts just experienced. So say you change, you change. You got Bill Belichick now, new coordinator. Uh, uh, Josh McDaniel comes in, and now you your offense gets worse. That gets worse. You guys go well, let's call it nine and eight. Maybe it's an adjustment better. period. I, it's, yeah. an, it's an adjustment yeah. period. Just an, it's an adjustment period. How could he get better? He just had totally a second different. team all. Mm. He just had a second-team All-Pro season, and you weren't impressed by it. So, Skip, I did, this is probably he's approaching like his peak. It was he was in the MVP running for a lot of the MVP season. Running. They had won some yeah. other games. What? How did if, he, if he play, had won some other Richard, games? How did he, he play in three straight playoff losses? How did he play? Very poorly. So fool, a lot of play, quarterbacks fool me once, poorly. fool me play. twice, fool me three times. I saw him. Shame on I you. I saw him you, for three hundred against Tampa. <sighs> and, in a playoff win. So, yeah. of course, you bring up playoff losses, but I can bring up playoff wins where he yeah. played really and, well. And what did so you, you, you tell you, me? You try to Tom Brady but, was on his last legs. He was on his way out. They were shells Brady, of themselves. Brady wasn't playing the defense. defense was hurt. He wasn't playing defense. defense. You told me it was decimated. You told me it was – what did so, they go, 8-9 uh, uh, or whatever they were, and the, stole the, the – the Again, the they, they snuck hey, in the playoff. <clears throat> the yeah. coach should have just fired Coach Tony Dungy because they couldn't get over the hump with Peyton Manning, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all. They couldn't get over the hump. They would lose every single. They should coach should have just. Yeah, but Bill Polian should have just fired him. Yeah, you huh? just told me that it was I a know. great thing that Tony got fired because John Gruden took over and took yeah. you right over the hump. Yeah, but right? eventually, talking I'm talking about an Indy. I know, but I'm just in, saying. In, but that's what the happened. Coach, the coach should have fired TD and Indy, according to you. Yeah. Based on the way you're treating the Mike McCarthy situation I'm for three but, straight but years. But guess what? They didn't, and mm. they went on to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay, so for me, the three straight regular seasons were indictments of the head coach and the quarterback because it's one thing to keep beating up on Washington and the Giants and, and even a reeling Philadelphia. And, and then you get to the games that matter. It was 27 to nothing before halftime. You, you can't defend it. It's, it's a fireable I'm not, I'm not, tr- I'm not trying yeah, to defend it. They kicked y'all you-know-what. No, that's not even what it was. Yeah. It was beyond that. Oh, it, really? It, yeah, it was, was it? But it was I kind of I I wish they would have – I kind of wish – I kind of wish Jerry would have made a move just so we could go through next year yeah. and you could see the other side, that the so grass isn't greener, yeah. and me I, and Key could sit here and tell you, hey. 
I hey, told you so. I, I wish he had hired Jim Harbaugh. I don't think Jim Harbaugh would have taken Jerry Jones's job. But, like but if he had, we would be having a whole different conversation le- next year because things would change. You do understand. You do understand that your coach won a Super Bowl. I don't care. 14 about, years ago. I don't care about what Jim Harbaugh yeah. is going to do. Jim Harbaugh did not win a Super Bowl. No, it came close. Came within a. I came close. To, I came close to playing in the NBA, but I worked with you. I know. What you, the hell you does you that didn't mean? Come within one play <laughs> of playing in the NBA. Oh God! One Skip. play of winning the Stop. Super Bowl. Stop it, man! You just yeah. you. Whatever you got to get. Okay, so I need you on record. Are you saying Mike McCarthy's a better coach than Jim Harbaugh? I need it on the record right now. I would probably say to myself, they're probably equal. <laughs> equal? They're probably equal. Are you kidding? They probably. I hadn't seen Mike McCarthy coach in college. Uh, it's, okay. I've it, seen him coach in the pros. I've seen him win a Super Bowl. Yeah. That's what I did. I've seen him go to NFC Championship games. Yeah. I've seen him win divisions. That's what I have seen with my eyes. I don't, I'm not going. You're about to. You're, go ahead. They're likely going to win 12, 13 games this year, and he's likely going to be close to Andy in terms of lead. Like, he could be the leader of wins next year. And you got a guy over here saying, I'm wanting to replace him with whoever and whenever because I don't believe. I'm so right about it. You're right about it. Jim Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh beat, he won a national title, so he's the flavor of the month. So you're going to go crazy with that? Mm, Because four years ago, Mm. when Urban Meyer was running the sidelines Mm. at Ohio State, I promise it. I wasn't on the show with you. Yeah. I promise you, you wasn't screaming Jim Harbaugh should come coach the Cowboys. Don't don't sit up here and try I, to tell I, me that. I was defending Jim Harbaugh as one of but the best coaches not, out there. But you were there. not saying he should replace Jason Garrett. <laughs> now, were you? The, no. I want you on record right now. I, I don't remember. I, I don't remember what was happening with Jason Garrett he's at that so point. so full of it, Well, man. I don't know which year you're talking oh, about. Oh, God. He's, oh, he's a dancer. No, I'm not a dancer. He's a historian because the, the, sometimes. the next year when he's he was supposed to be fired on Jim Harbaugh, I won five cases of Diet Mountain Dew betting on Jim Harbaugh the whole next year because all they did was they you just mean, ran right through. You mean because Urban Meyer decided he was going to go take another uh, job on television or something? Yeah. Is that what you mean? No, it's just a Jim Harbaugh. That's all. He's, he's, hey, just watch what he does with the Chargers. I'm not saying he's yeah. not. Yeah. I'm just saying that yeah. you, you asked me the question, Skip, All right. on whether or not he's a better coach. Who would I take? I said they're about the same. Okay, so up next, Richard is going to love this one because my friend Jarrett Bell at USA Today wrote a column with a headline that says, Stop picking on Brock Purdy. That's next. No mercy, no mercy, no mercy. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure, my boys, my ride or dies, my crew, 
ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. And once again, it's your turn. Hashtag Undisputed Live. Here we go. First tweet from Robert Merrill. It's been 28 years since the Cowboys made a basket, LOL. Yeah, that's it. That's our, that's our owner. That's our general manager. That's our quarterback. I wonder how long it took him to do that. I don't know. I don't know, but I love it or hate it. Next up from Jared. Me, when it comes to the Lakers playing to their potential. Well, we're waiting, said Judge Smales and Caddyshack, one of my all-time favorites. Me that too. Is true. Yep, Richard too. And this is from Coach Edwards. Jerry starts talking and Dallas Cowboy fans start eye-rolling and putting their heads down, embarrassing as the ball spins around the rim. We're, we hang around the rim, we hang around the rim, and then we airball dunk shots in playoff games. Yep. Eventually, one of them will go in. They oh, went really? In. They went in. What did maybe you say? Four years from what now. What did you say? They went maybe, in 16 maybe, times in 30 yeah, years yeah. or something like that? Maybe after you're retired, they'll, they'll finally win one, and then you won't have to sweat it, right? <laughs> if the commanders win one before y'all, then I'd start getting worried. <laughs> All right. Okay. Back to Richard's favorite topic of the day. This was the headline in today's USA Today over the column written by my friend, former teammate Jarrett Bell the national NFL columnist for USA Today. And here's the headline. Stop picking on 49ers quarterback Brock Purdy. He takes so much heat for, quote, unquote, absolutely no reason. Richard, as a former 49er, how much do you love this headline? Yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate somebody just speaking the truth because this is a second-year quarterback in his first full year starting, and we don't treat it that way. Um, the, you know, we could, we could always say, you know, it's the seventh rounder. His expectations should be low. I don't even subscribe to that. He's a starting quarterback in the NFL. The expectations should be there. There's a team that he's on. This is a great team. But we're talking about a second-year guy going into the playoffs, winning ball games, winning close ball games, coming back, crucial drives, crucial situations, pressure-packed moments, and he's showing up. And all we can do is, is talk about his shortcomings. Uh, he's, he's not big enough. He doesn't have the, the great arm. His athleticism isn't there. He's, he's not this. He's not that. And not appreciating that a second-year quarterback just took his team to the Super Bowl. Usually you'd be impressed by that. But he, in this situation, he would have to be Trey Lance. Or if not Trey Lance, he would have to just have Trey Lance's draft position. And then this story would be unbelievable. You talk about two elite quarterbacks and two first-round quarterbacks going going to battle in the Super Bowl. If this was Trey Lance, we'd be talking a whole different way about what he's been able to do regardless of the weapons he has because of the expectations coming in and the perceived talent and the perceived potential. But with this guy, it's, it's almost like you spend so much time waiting for him to fail that you can't appreciate what he's doing because it's, it's just so much disappointment. If all you're doing is waiting for him to fail, then every week you're disappointed pretty much except for that three-week stretch where he had some struggles and they lost some ball games. Then everybody who was waiting for him to fail was in heaven because you're like, 
This is what we've been waiting for. Turn back into a pumpkin. Yeah, we were right. And then when he goes into the playoffs and wins and wins, you're like, gosh, hurry, lose so we can be right. Like, lose, come on, lose so we can be right. And all Jared's saying is stop waiting for him to lose and just appreciate what the kid is doing. This is a second-year quarterback, mystery relevant, a quarterback that was drafted last pick, has never completed a pass in the National Football League. Not only has he completed a pass, but he's taken his team to the NFC Championship, then to a Super Bowl in his second year. So let's give the kid some credit. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know why game manager has such a negative condensation toward it, Skip. Why? I don't understand that. Because a lot like what Richard is saying, I could break it down 50,000 different ways. We could talk about draft position and draft status. We could talk about quarterbacks that were drafted, not in the first round, that went on to win Super Bowls. His teammate in Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson went on to win a Super Bowl. But we talk about that defense, but we never say that Russell Wilson was a game manager. Mm-hmm. We, we never treat it that way. And I'm on record as saying at the beginning of this season, I need to see 17 games, right? Meaning the nine that he played in last year and whatever he gives me this year, if he gave me five and then another three or two or whatever, just give me 17, a full season to be able to tell you if he was for real or not. Well, I got a full season, including last season, but I got a full season. And when he wasn't in the lineup in the NFC Championship game, they didn't go to the Super Bowl. Mm. But when he's in the lineup to complete the NFC Championship game, he goes to the Super Bowl. Game managers don't throw for 4,200 yards, man. They don't complete 31 touchdowns to 11 interceptions, discount that, slice that in half, that's five, five and a half interceptions. You know how I like to do that. That's probably his fault, receiver's fault, wrong routes, da-da-da. So when you're looking at the numbers standpoint, he's up there with the top dogs that win in the first round, the second round. Josh Allen ain't been nowhere near where this kid's been. This kid's been in two NFC Championship games in two seasons in the National Football League. If you took his jersey off and you put anybody else's jersey and number on it, people would go crazy. But I also understand how the world works. Because he is this little underdog sort of kind of guy and and they've had the Steve Youngs and the Joe Montanas of the world for the San Francisco 49ers, he's never going to get the full credit, as I said before. He just, it, it's just how people, it's just how people think and work. They start to point to all of the different pieces around him to be able to say, this is the reason why. Well, we've seen other quarterbacks in San Francisco's system with all those same kind of pieces except Christian McCaffrey. But Ayuk has been there, and, and, and Kittle's been there, and, and Debo Samuel and Trent Williams. All those guys have been there. And those quarterbacks haven't been able to advance them offensively the same way that he has. Even Jimmy Garoppolo couldn't advance them the same way offensively mm. as him. And that's just – it's, it's, it's mind-boggling. It's uh, – it's unfortunate. It's a disservice to him as a player. You know, all I needed to do was 17 games, though, Richard. Just give me 17, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, dude ain't a pumpkin. I'm deep, you know, because mm-hmm. that's the first thing you think right. of, Skip. You know what I'm saying? That's the first thing. You go to Kurt Warner's career, and you think about Kurt Warner. It was all about the greatest show on turf. Oh, it was throwing the ball. It was Isaac Bruce. It was Hakeem. Hakeem. It was uh, uh, Torrey Holt. It was Marshall Falk. But then he leaves that and goes – 
to the Cardinals, Arizona. and they go to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So it's like, come on, man. At some point, you just got to give it up for, for him. And all I can do is say he's here to stay. He's here to stay. Okay. I don't know where game manager came from. Who started that? Was it a Cam thing? I know Cam said something about no. game Oh, manager. you mean this season? Yeah, so whenever oh, season. season. I don't know. Wherever. <clears throat> He, yeah. he is the flip side of a game manager. He's a gambler. He, he'll take chances that no young quarterback should take, and many times he'll pull them off. He tried that, that scramble left the other night, throw back across his body over a defender to uh, Juwan Jennings, and he pulled it off. But it, it's ill-advised and not something you would teach your coach. But he pulled it off. But that's not a game manager. I don't know where that I, – I don't – I don't, know if Cam start, I don't know if Cam started it or draft positioning yeah. team, meaning like he got drafted where he got drafted to Mr. Irrelevant and the team was yeah. already intact. And it seems like m- many people just want him to be a plug and play guy. OK. And then we had the Amy Trask quote of a couple of weeks back where how did it go? Something about their seven quarterbacks left in Brock Purdy, like he's just some guy or something, you know, and I know Amy very well, yeah, and she Amy does too. know football, and she was Al Davis's right hand, and she probably just doesn't like the 49ers because she was a Raider body and soul. So now we get back to Brock Purdy. Look, what he's done, I've said this a hundred times already on the show, it's, it's phenomenal, it's extraordinary, it's off the charts, it's unheard of nobody saw it coming because he was the last pick in the draft. Even the 49ers didn't really see this coming because they had invested three firsts and a third in going up to get Trey Lance in the draft. And they did it because they didn't trust Jimmy G, even though, as Richard well knows, maybe all too well, with Jimmy G, a quarterback, they had a 20-10 lead over the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl with seven minutes to go. Well, Jimmy did that. He got you there, but he couldn't get you across the finish line. And so they said, we're going with Trey Lance. I just don't think Trey Lance ever was healthy, never could stay or get healthy. That may be and, true. And whatever, they they fell right into, the. I should say, Brock Purdy fell out of the skies into their laps, a la Tom Brady with Belichick. And that may be true. Took off. Okay. That may be true. And mm-hmm. I can't argue with the postseason performances, the stats. They're, they're all extraordinary. Okay. So what would give me pause at all this year? Well, we did have, as you guys point out, we had the three-game stretch where he struggled. But then he bounced back, and he had some very good games. And then we had Christmas night. It was their toughest game of the year at home against the Baltimore Ravens. And he threw four interceptions. And a couple of them, you could say, were not his fault. But he did throw four interceptions, as we're seeing right now, against yeah. the Ravens. They're difficult to quarterback against. They, they scheme you up as well as anybody. They disguise as well as anybody. They get after you as well as anybody. They led the league in sacks. So he had a long, rough night, as we're seeing right the now. Number one defense yep. in the league, man. It was man. the number one defense in the league. Didn't play like it in the first half last Sunday, but that's a whole other story. All right. And... Then in the, the first playoff game against Green Bay, you can do wet ball or whatever you want to do, but for about three quarters and a half of that game, he was pretty horrendous. And I'm not going to put you through it. We've shown the whole tape of all the 16 incompletions, but they were, you want to talk about off target. But then to Richard's point, when it was time at the end of that game, he drives him down. What was it? It was a great drive, 69 yards and 12 plays. He went six out of seven. When it was time to hold on and grip the football and throw it accurately, he did, and they pulled it out 24 to 21. The rain stopped, Skip. Yeah. 
you know, the rain stopped. I don't think it did stop. I think it was still raining. But but he he obviously got away with throwing one to Darnell Savage that hit him right in the breadbasket and and Dak threw one like that, got pick sixth, and Savage dropped it. So has Brock been charmed? Yeah, maybe he's been charmed. And then we saw the other night he throws the deep ball to Ayuk, and it's a little overthrown and hits the DB, if we could see it right, in the face mask. And it's the all-time lucky carom, maybe in the, since the immaculate reception and Franco Harris. And pops right up to Ayuk, and all of a sudden it's first and goal at the four-yard line. And at that point, you're trailing 24 to 10. So if if the DB catches the ball or even bats yeah, it away. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, but but he but the thing about it is. <clears throat> He's given Ayuk an opportunity. Yeah. It wasn't it, Ayuk didn't blow past the DB because no. the DB was so far off, but he gave him an opportunity. It's not gunslinging. It's I'm gonna give my guy an opportunity because I believe it, it, my it wasn't receiver a terrible is throw. my receiver terrible. is better no. than that DB. No. You see it all the time in the league. Okay. And then to close on Richard's <laughs> point, he he closed that game when it was time. He did it with his legs. He had two 21 yard scrambles. Well. I, I give it and up. And then against Cleveland yeah. on that three-game stretch, he yeah. led them back. They just missed the field they goal. They missed the field goal. That's they all. Yep. So, right. look, man, he he's here to and, stay. He's here to stay. I, I, I just I, – I, and I think he's here to stay. I just I just want to kill the notion of, of this because it's it's frustrating because you just – it's hard for, for lower-rounded drafted guys to get the credit because it's like if they don't – if it's not how people expect it to look, then they're not going to give guys credit. And this this just goes period, point blank, in the league in general. A lot of the guys who get the opportunities are going to obviously be first-round guys. You know, obviously Baker Mayfield has gotten multiple chances, and he's done well with yep. them. Um, but he's a number one pick. He's going to get multiple chances. Sam Darnold True. probably got more chances than he probably should have, but it's because he's a number one pick. He's going to get multiple chances. But it's the low-round guys where you're waiting for them to fail, you're – you're expecting them, hey, why wasn't he drafted high? This is why. Why would, Why did he go, this is why, you know? And when you're a first-round guy, you're like, you want to prove it right. You want to be like, hey, we know he's a superstar. So when they have a good game, you're like, that's why they picked him number one. That's why, you know, and I just want to change that. Like, evaluate guys on how they're playing, not their draft position. Because if you do that, I think that people would see these guys a little differently than they do. Richard, you go in the Hall of Fame. I'm, I'm hurt. Let, let it go. <laughs> Just let it go. I'm hurt. You can't. You're all right, man. You just, okay. you done well for yourself. It's okay. You know, you, you're all right, man. Just let it go. I got to defend the low-round guys. True and fair. <laughs> all right. If you want to see my blood boil again today, just stay with us because we're asking this question next. Exactly how many more years Will Dak Prescott be the starting Ooh. quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys? 400 million. Yeah, one it's of coming. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Jerry Jones was all over the map as usual yesterday at the Senior Bowl. Double talking, sidestepping about whether he'll extend Dak Prescott's contract. 
Jerry basically said Dak's deal is one of many that must be addressed. So maybe this time he wants Dak to agree to a team-friendly extension. Good luck with that. But in the end yesterday, Jerry just kept repeating, we'll go as far as Dak takes us. We'll go as far as Dak takes us, which has been to play off shame the last three years as Dak has fallen to two and five in the postseason. So Keyshawn, just stick the knife in me if you want to. How many more years do you believe Dak Prescott will be the Dallas Cowboys starting quarterback? Until he retires. He will be the Dallas Cowboys starting quarterback until he decides not to play football. In the 45 next. maybe? Or Six, whatever. seven, eight, nine, ten years. Ten years. He's there to stay, Skip. Yep. You can't get better. Mm. I don't know how many times i got to knock you in the head to can't get you to get understand better? this. You cannot get better. Really? Okay, not only that, mm. financially, it's a $6 million cap hit on his last year of his deal. You've got to get C.D. Lamb taken care of before you do Dak. And yes. the reason you got to do C.D. Lamb first is so that now those cap charges, I those agree. numbers come down. I agree. So you do that. Yep. Mm-hmm. You take care of Micah Parsons mm-hmm. so that cap numbers come down. Now you work on Dak Prescott's extension. He's one of the top quarterbacks in the National Football League, man. You, you think about it. He's in the last year of a four-year, $160 million deal with a cap charge of close to $60 million if you do anything other than renegotiate his deal, extend him out, and move forward. Who are you going to get that's better? You keep screaming, that's whoa, try with Trey Lance. Try with... Come on, man. Do you think you, so so you want to get a new coach and a new quarterback and set the franchise back another 10 years. Well, That's what you want to do. Maybe you wouldn't. Maybe you'd speed it up 10 years. Oh, so you maybe, think you'd speed it up 10 Well, years. how do you know? Well, look what because the 49ers history, did. Because hit, they didn't get a new coach. They got a new quarterback. They had the, right? they got they got a new quarterback. Yeah. Who draft the quarterback in the seventh round and, and play him, Skip? Okay. Yeah, that, 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 that's what you do. Well, they like did Richard it. said, they you should it take off. a quarterback in the <laughs> they seventh round and play. It off. Oh, maybe right? take Tom Brady in the sixth okay. round. It'll fall right in your lap, so too. So did, did you blast <laughs> Kyle Shanahan and, and uh, John Lynch for saying no more Jimmy G after he took you within a half a quarter of a Super Bowl championship? I mean, did you blast? Did I blast him? Yeah. No, because they played, they played Jimmy G until they didn't anymore. They played Jimmy G, they played Jimmy G, they played Jimmy G, and then they went with Trey Lance the next year. He wasn't ready. He got injured. Uh, then they had to go back to Jimmy G, and then they had to go to Brock Purdy. So, no, I didn't blast him because they gave Jimmy G his, his runway. They also <clears throat> didn't allow the outside noise to get in. He judged off what he did. Jimmy G was never a all-pro quarterback, was never you know a, 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 a franchise quarterback where you're talking about pro bowls and all pros like they are with Dak Prescott. He hadn't been that for the San Francisco 49ers. He hadn't got those accolades. And so when you're talking about Dak Prescott, Skip, to Key's point, let me know outside of Patrick Mahomes, who you're picking, Skip, who you want, because you're not making sense where it's when you're saying Trey Lance and unproven guys. So you want unproven. You, I guess that that makes sense for if Bayless, when you're talking about if this happens, if that happens, it's hypotheticals. No, yes. But I, what I got, if I got he's stats awful. here. Can I, can I, what I, if he's let, awful? Let me uh, yeah, go, go ahead. Go wait, ahead wait, wait a second. Go Dak ahead, has been awful. Every time he's been asked with expectations to go win a playoff game, he has been below awful, let me, worse let me, than let awful. Let me break this down for you real simple and clean, Skip. Mm. You ain't getting Josh Allen, okay? You're not mm. getting him. Right. You're not getting Tua. You're not getting him. 
I hope okay. not. Okay, well, I'm just saying. I'm just giving yeah. you that. You're not, you're, you're not getting Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, okay? You're not getting those guys. You're not getting Trevor Lawrence. It's not happening. So if you How not, did all those franchises get their guy? I don't know. They drafted they figured him, it so out. They drafted they, him they the drafted same him. way. They drafted they, him the same way y'all drafted and they, that. And they were really uh, all no, they, they were really bad. In all those teams, they were really bad. Yeah. All those guys went higher mm-hmm. than Dak Prescott. All those are first round picks. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So you so so right now, Dak Prescott is not a first round pick talent to you. Is that what you're telling me? Because if you're telling me that, you don't know what you're looking at, Skip. You first do not know what you're looking at if you're telling me that. Is yeah. he Roger yeah. Staubach? Is he Troy Aikman? Can well, I, is he? Can I, I, I don't can know. I, can, I, can I talk to yeah. you? Can I talk to you, Skip? Because I want to I understand I'm not Jerry Rice, if, but I was if, pretty if, damn good. You're better even than if you wanted, is. Even, even if you wanted, even if you wanted, uh, say you wanted Josh Allen. Skip, what does Josh Allen want? Nothing. Okay. So even if you wanted that. Joe Burrow. I'll take him. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you'll take him and you'll be in the same position you're in, the no. same frustrations you're in, because he hasn't won anything. He hasn't even been to a Super Bowl. He's not I'll, an all-pro I'll quarterback check, this I'll year. I'll check he, that box. And, I, and I checked that. I, I checked that. Then you say Joe Burrow. You say, I take Joe Burrow. Joe I'll Burrow has not been healthy. He's been healthy for two seasons, so I'll he's barely on the box. field. I'll so you can sit there you're saying and we'll no check that Burrow? box. I'm, that, I'm, I'm checking, wait, wait. I'm checking that, the boxes wait. because he's right about everything he said. So wait, 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 wait a second. You're saying you would take Dak Prescott over Joe Burrow? I, Is that I, what you said? I personally like Dak Prescott. Yeah. I don't believe you. Skip, you're not you're not you're not being logical because you're not like the best ability in the National Football logical. League is availability. You cannot help the club in the tub all the time. Okay. Not uh, only that, tub. if we really break it all the way down, his magical carpet ride to the Super Bowl, the Raiders should have won that game. Okay, he steps out of bounds and everybody stops a whistle blow. He throws a touchdown. But I don't want to discredit Joe Burrow. I'm just saying, Come on. magic carpet ride to the Super Bowl. He, he went it was to, a magic he carpet ride. went to Mahomes and beat okay, him so he in beat, his own he beat, stadium. I mean, he beat on. Mahomes. Yeah. Right. Okay, that's, he beat that's Mahomes. That's 100% true. Okay, hey, he beat him. That's and, true, and, Skip. And he, but what I'm saying he went is... went to San Francisco this year him? and just took them apart. Well, this year. And then he went and did his season. Okay, they're so in that's the Super Bowl, and he and, and his season ended. Skip with him not completing the season mm. for the second time in his career. Missed multiple help. games. So, would you rather have a quarterback that isn't there to even take your team to the playoffs, or would you rather a quarterback who's been there to play every single game your your team is asking him to play? Pretty much. I mean, he had that one season where he got a little bang, you know, banged up early, but. For the most part. Are we talking about Dak Prescott? He's had multiple seasons where he's missed multiple games. He had the one season. He had the one season season where he broke his ankle, and then he hurt his finger on a helmet. Okay, missed a couple games and came back and played okay. Missed a bunch. Last year, he missed, again, Brady went in and outplayed him in the opener, right? And and then he missed, what was it, six games when Cooper Rush took over? You want to go ahead. Start Cooper Rush. That worked yeah. out just fine well, for Cooper you. Cooper Rush was really good. Yeah, you should, you, should, you should campaign for Cooper Rush yeah. to be the starting quarterback. I, right now, I would take Cooper Rush. Okay. I, I would definitely, I would love to see you what should. Trey Lance could do because once upon a time, the two smartest minds in football, the Shanahan yeah. said, that's, that's the guy. him. And then guess what they did He's after him. that? They got real smart and said, yeah. that's not the guy. Well, because they got real lucky because the other guy fell right into their laps in the last pick in the draft, right? 
But they okay, made that assessment. But they made that assessment yeah. based on practice. Yeah. Because Brock Purdy hadn't played in any games I, until he had to play in games, and they made that assessment at that point in time based on practice that Trey Lance I, wasn't it. Mm. Not in games. I can't believe we're having this conversation about a, a quarterback that made the All Pro this year because he doesn't <laughs> like him. He because doesn't he like doesn't him. like him. He doesn't he, like him. He, there's, there's not one quarterback in this league right now that is in the elite category that has done more outside of Patrick Mahomes. Man, tell now, that, Lamar tell has the two MVPs. Tell that to him. So, I'm telling him. You, you want to know I'm what's really, him. really going on here? I'm going to tell our audience what's really operating here. These two don't like the Dallas Cowboys, so they want a quarterback – they they know will fail when the lights are brightest so that they know so, they don't so, have so to scary. come in here so and take me after scary. the Cowboys march to the NFC championship game no, with we, a real we, quarterback it, it, because we don't have a real no, playoff scary. quarterback. That's the truth. Hey, hey so, truth. so to our viewers. Yeah, we have a delusional Skip Bayless who doesn't yeah. realize he has an all pro quarterback. He doesn't realize that every other quarterback yeah. has folded up right. in the so bright Richard, lights. Yeah. Lamar, Lamar yeah. lost this I, year. I need Josh you Allen here. lost this year. Yeah. Everybody lost this year except for yeah. Patrick Mahomes and Brock Purdy who were in the Super Bowl. Help. But for some reason, yeah. Skip thinks a backup quarterback, yeah. anybody but Dak Prescott can win in the playoffs. And so when they Richard, don't, he'll you, say the you, same thing. You, you really know football. So what happened when your 49ers 100%. went to Dallas two years ago? What happened in that game? Help me out. How did Dak perform in that game? What happened? He actually performed solid. And then he got solid. down the field, and then they ran out of time. Well, wait, he had a QBR 32 in that game. That scale is 0 to 100. He was yeah. awful in that game. Yeah. They were down 23-7 to seven going to the fourth quarter, and they were favored and, in a home playoff game. And, Seriously? And they oh. had a chance at the end, didn't they? Huh. Yeah, and, and he didn't get down fast enough to get the clock stopped. Thank you. Would then, you, Richard, hold uh, on, hold on. Richard, how did Dak Prescott play against your 49ers out there going back two playoffs ago? How did he play? He, he struggled. He had two interceptions. Had I want to say in the red, game. in the red yeah. zone. Yeah. How did he play skip, against skip, Green Bay in the first the half of a home playoff game in which they were favored by seven and a half? How did he play? Don't do it. Don't do it. Every how did he play? I need to know. This Don't is do the it, third Richard. one. I need to know. Every Don't do it. single quarterback. Hey. Skip. I can do Three this on every single in a row. quarterback. Third times, not Skip, the charm. How many Super Bowls? <clears throat> yeah. How many Super Bowls have Trey Lance been to? Skip yeah. zero. How many Trey, Super Bowls have ha, has Cooper Rush been to? Skip zero. How many Super Bowls have Josh Allen been to? Skip zero. Yeah. How many Super Bowls has jo- you know Lamar Jackson been to? Skip zero. Like I, I, I'm going to go on and on because you want to replace these guys, guys, but you can't tell me yeah. that they've done more. You know, I'm not the biggest Josh Allen guy, but I had to defend him. I I thought he outplayed Mahomes in that game. His kicker missed a 41-yard field goal, or we might be having a real different conversation. And by the way, Bill Belichick, the greatest coach ever, took his team to Josh Allen once upon a time, and it was 37-17 to because Josh Allen's offense never had to punt. They scored every time they had the ball on the greatest defensive mind in the history if, of football. Yeah, that's Okay, fine. you got to give it up. If we're, I mean, okay, if, nobody, if we're talking random points, then Josh that Prescott beat Tom Brady. Yeah. I mean, nobody we can make random saying, points. Yeah. yeah, nobody is saying that, 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 that Josh Allen can't win football games, mm. Skip. Nobody is saying yeah. that. But I would say to you, 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 you ran down his playoff success. Right, you just told me about Dak. I listened to you. It's Tell me how he failures. Yeah, yeah. And and, okay. and and you would take Peyton Manning too, wouldn't you? You right. would take Peyton Manning at the same portion in his career 
as Dak Prescott. You would mm. take him. But you would take him based on mm. the finished product, not the, yeah. not the beginning to where Dak is. Because you, you, yeah. Peyton Manning didn't win. You almost made me cuss. Peyton mm. Manning didn't win anything mm. at all for a while. No, but I, you would I know take all him. about it. No, you you would take it. him. Well, he's the first pick yeah. in the draft. Yeah, and yeah. You just, you, you and, that's, and, and, and yeah. that is exactly yeah. what Richard Sherman is just saying mm -hmm. about where you drafted at. Because sure. he was the first pick in the yeah. draft. But he didn't win playoff games for a while. Okay, but you just know like, the outcome. Just like, it's easy. Okay, right? you know it. You it's know easy. the rest of the story. It's easy. Yeah. Same thing with Lamar Jackson. Lamar, I, I would take Lamar over most quarterbacks in the National take him Football over Dak League. In a heartbeat. Most quarter but guess what though? Mm. He hasn't finished the deal, though, mm. Skip. Yeah. It's the same thing. So trust me on this. It's the same thing. A young Jerry Jones at age 50, early in his cowboy tenure. He would be replacing Dak Prescott as we speak. He would plunge. Well, why because, he didn't replace Tony Romo? Okay. Well, he did with Dak Prescott. I mean, yeah, after, after Tony got Wally yeah. pipped, yeah. I would replace him too. Yeah. No, but I mean, that, Tony was ready to come back. It was that, that's Wally that pipped. Hey, game. sit tight. No, Who but, got you on the back here? That's Wally okay. Pitt. Okay, but he plunged with, with Dak at that point, and he was just halfway through oh, his Oh, so now year. he plunged with him. Okay, but he's not point. a plunger anymore. He's a play it safer. He just sits back and says, I'm 12 and 5. And, just, and we're the most valuable just, team in the world, and, and people are going to watch us, and we're the biggest team. He just draw. says, Hey, he I have you're, an all pro they, quarterback. Yeah. Yes, I have an all pro exactly. quarterback. I can't do much better than that. Exactly. Yeah, so let's roll the dice and see if maybe we get lucky one of these years. Maybe Dak accidentally has a good game. Yeah, I, neither of you guys think he's the answer. Neither of like you guys believe I told you he's the answer. No, you, I've been telling you since day we, one. We you told me from day one there's something missing. There's just no, that was about C.D. Lamb. Uh, C.D. Lamb, I was worried about something missing, but they uh, figured out how to fix that. Yeah. Dak Prescott, he just needs to get over the hump. I've, look, you've been mm. watching football a lot longer than me because you're older than me. So mm. you've seen Roger Starback. I, mm. I, I, my first quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys was Danny White. That was my first quarterback. And then, obviously, from there on, I've seen everybody from Steve Pillard to, to uh, Steve Walsh mm -hmm. to Rodney Pete. I've seen them all with the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. what, you don't, what you fail to realize, Skip, is you have one of the best quarterbacks in the National Football League. Mm. There's only two spots on the all-pro team. Mm. First team, second team. Okay, so what's your he goal? He got one of them. Is your goal to win regular season games? Is that it? The goal if is it to is, win it. The goal me. is to win it all and be the last team standing. Oh, I see. But there's only right. one team. Yeah. And right now there's two teams playing for it and two yeah. quarterbacks. Okay. Either Brock Purdy will be standing yeah. or Patrick Mahomes will be standing, but it's only okay. going to be one of them, so, and you're not getting either one of them. So to sum this up, I believe Dak will be the quarterback for at least 10 more years, and I guarantee yeah, he will. That's I, what I guarantee we will not win a Super Bowl in the next 10 years. But it will, I guarantee it. And it'll be all his fault. Well, it's always the quarterback. So I mean, It's, it's the, always the quarterback because you say it position. is. What's well, the most important position in sports? Oh, so but it's you always just, their just, fault, but, it, but, but not is, always their fault. Hold, yeah. hold on, Keith. Because he just said Josh Allen outplayed Patrick Mahomes, but now it's always the quarterback's fault when they lose. But he just said it wasn't the quarterback's fault when they just lost. All right. I, this, this just what? Stuff like that really just No. What, what he's saying, to, Skip, yeah. is you said it's not Josh Allen's fault that they lost to Kansas City, yeah. but it's Dak Prescott's fault as the quarterback when they lose in Dallas. Well, it has definitely been his fault in the last three playoff losses, and it's the, you, that's 
undebatable. Oh, yeah, he, it was, he, show me it was somebody else's fault. He's tackling and he's no. Because he gave up 48 points. Yeah. He gave yeah. up 48 points to the to the Green Bay Packers. He was on that defense. I thought I thought yeah. I saw him out there trying to tackle. Yeah. Well, me I, too. I he played right, safety. Right. You know what? The linebacker. I, I did see him throw a pick six in the first half. I thought saw him throw another interception in the first half, and I saw it get to 27 mm-hmm. to nothing in largest part because the quarterback was not ready to play as usual with the lights the brightest and the expectations the highest congratulations to me i'm stuck with dak prescott all right well okay so here's the next question back to the lakers speaking of fakers have we expected too much of a lakers team whose star is now 39 years of age we debate next no mercy no mercy no mercy LeBron James was in a weird mood after last night's 138-122 loss in Atlanta, almost as if he was chuckling at questions so he wouldn't get angry. Then he thanked the Lakers PR rep for ending the interview before he said something he regretted. But LeBron did say this. He could, on any given night, beat any team in the NBA. And then on any given night, we get our ass kicked by any team in the NBA. Yep, Lakers have had some high highs and some very low lows this season as they have fallen to, inconceivably, 24 and 25. So, Keyshawn, have we expected too much of a team led by a 39-year-old LeBron? No, no, LeBron's holding his end of the bargain. If you if you look at 10 years ago, LeBron, and you look at where he is today, everything is pretty much the same, right? 10 years ago, he was... Points per game, he was averaging 27. It's 25. Rebound, 7. This year, 7.5. You know, average uh, assist per game 10 years ago was 6. They, they're up now, and he's becoming a better passer of the football. He's up to 8. Or the basketball. Yeah. Of the basketball. <laughs> yeah. And then when you think about his three-point, although last night he didn't shoot the three all that well, he's up. He was at 38%. He he's up to the 40s now. Yep. So you're not expecting too much from him. He's doing everything He's giving you everything that he was giving us his entire career. It's everybody else that has to come to the party. It's the coaching. It's the defensive end. LeBron James was never Michael Jordan on defense. I don't know. He had his moments. But he I was mean, never yeah, Michael know. Jordan on defense. I mean, Michael defense. Jordan won a defensive player of the that, year. That, yeah, yeah. That's my point, yes. though, Skip. He was never Scottie Pippen on defense. But that's okay because he played both ends of the floor. Okay? So when you look at that, he's doing the same things now. They're just not winning. Things aren't happening the way that we anticipated as Laker fans. You know, I don't think you're expecting too much at all. Much like you go crazy about the Dallas Cowboys, Laker fans feel the same way about the Lakers. The only difference is we have a perspective. You don't. You have a perspective? Every night I see Fire Ham trend on Twitter after every loss. Yeah, but that is. And, and you're saying, it, oh, come on, but guess calm what? down. That's a handful of people. That ain't <laughs> nothing but a handful of people. That's all. They, they, they're know. mad right now. They're uh, mad right now. They weren't mad last year when they played in the Western right. Conference Final. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. So, no, I don't think yeah. so at all, the man. Le- <laughs> yeah, I think, I, <clears throat> I think LeBron is holding up his end of the bargain. I think he's playing some of his best basketball. His three-point percentage is, I think, the second highest of his career. He's shooting. I know Skip says he doesn't make a lot of free throws, but, I mean, he's about 72%, 73% from the free throw line, which is fine um, for LeBron James. 
And he's just not getting the help that he deserves. He's not. And, and Anthony Davis obviously didn't play the other night, and he's actually played up to snuff. He's, he's carried his own weight. So I'm not taking anything away from that. He deserves credit. He has played really well um, since he's been called out uh, earlier in the season. But everybody else, guys are brought here for certain things. You look at, you look at guys like Austin Reeves. He, he was brought here. He's paid his money. To, to be the third cog of this equation, and at times he is, and at other times he disappears and, and the criticism isn't there. He doesn't hold up his weight. You, you talk about D'Angelo Russell. He'll go off for 35, 36 points, and then he can't, make, he can't put the ball in the basket the next night. And, you know, these things just keep going. You, got, you brought guys like Rui Hachimura, who played really well in the playoffs last year, and then, again, he's just not playing the way he did in those playoffs that gave us a chance in those games. And so when you have these guys just not even playing up to their standards, I'm not asking them to be LeBron James or Kobe or, or the best players in the NBA. Just play your role at a high level. If you're a defensive stopper, stop guys. If you're a, if you're a scorer, score. If you're a three-point shooter, make your shots. But when we don't have guys making their threes and they're supposed to be a three-point marksman, you don't have guys getting stops on defense when that's their only role on the team, then it's not going to work. And, of course, LeBron James is going to get all the blame because he is the face of the franchise. He is the face of the league for the last two decades. So, I, But I just – it's disappointing, Skip. Mm. Yeah, LeBron, I, think, I think LeBron, Skip, I think LeBron's getting a little – Nancy and frustrated. All you got to do is look at his beard. Look at his beard and his hair. Yeah. Right. There's a lot of grays in there. Yeah, he, he, he <laughs> there's a lot, of, a lot of grays in there. It's like, man, I don't feel like looking right. I'm just going to just forget it. All right. Since Richard brought this up, I, I, just a quick point of order. So LeBron is seven for his last 17 from the free throw line. Well, he's better than that. And Richard said it's fine that he's at, I think it's 73% for this year, and that's about what he is for his career. It has just driven me crazy that a player this all-time great, the leading scorer in the history of this game, is only a 73% career free throw shooter because he should be better than that because all the gra- all the greats are 80 to 90, some are no, above that's not, 90. that's not true. Well, it is. Because I could point to Shaq. Okay, but I mean, ta- I'm talking about anybody below seven feet because all the seven-footers have a hard time shooting except for Joel Embiid. Kareem, free had, Kareem and Joel Embiid had no Dirk. I, I could point to many of them, yeah, Tim Duncan, all them dudes. A seven-footer. All yeah. them dudes can knock it down. He yeah. is. I mean, I don't know why you could, don't consider him. He's seven foot tall. Well, I think, yeah. I think he's saying he's a shooter, yeah, he's a shooter. more so yeah. than anything. No, but, but my point is all of the two guards, and LeBron does play sort of point two guard. I understand. I mean, they just, you know, Mike, going to make 84% and Kevin Durant's going to make 91%. Okay, so he's the, not a good free yeah. throw shooter. Okay, it just, okay. It, I, I got well it, but it, it drives me crazy because you can improve that. And now we're in year 21. You can work on that and get better at yeah, that. Yeah, I don't think I get 21. I don't, okay, whatever. Okay, now back to your point. You made the point to me, was it, I don't know, two weeks ago, you said you talked to an NBA source and it's like, well, wait a second, the Lakers just aren't that good. Well, well yeah, they did. Okay, they, I told right? you, I said that the, the individual... Okay. I, and, and I don't, you know, I don't like name dropping, but the individual who I trust, who knows, yeah. who, who, who knows, said they're not good, Keith. Said you got okay. LeBron James, who's 39 years old. You got Anthony Okay, Davis, but you're telling me he's good. playing at 29-year-old LeBron, right? Well, that's good. Okay, yeah. I, I agree. I'm yeah. with you on that. Anthony Davis, on any given night, 
he's a top five player. And I know Wayne called him out and he responded to Lil Wayne. And look at him now. Now he's nicked because he's always seems to be nicked with something. <laughs> at least but, below. Okay, but but you know and I know when he is right, he is really right. Yes. And then I look at the rest of the roster. I like Austin Reeves a lot. I think like Steve Kerr raves about him when he was on Team USA. He's just fearless. He's gutsy and he knows how to play. And LeBron trusts him. And then Rui Hachimura is an NBA player to me. He's not a great player, but he's a very good player. And Vando can really play defense at the highest level. And we keep going down. But D'Angelo, I keep telling you, D'Angelo Russell has all-star ability. I'm not saying he's an all-star. Yeah, on Monday, but, but by the time uh, no, you get to Friday, he uh, got okay. uh, G League ability. Okay, but you know what happens? He can light you up. He's, he's capable of going for 30 any given night. My point is, there are too many pieces in place. I like Gabe Vincent. You guys were sort of blasting him where Richard was. But, but I give him a chance to get in the flow, get in the rotation. He will help them because he's a big gut shooter who will take and make big late shots. They, they need that. They, they've got all kinds of cogs here. they got Cam Reddish, who's not been healthy. they got uh, Christian Wood, who now takes a shot at Darvin Ham. But the, the point is, they've, they've got lots of nice pieces. It's a good basketball team, which is why LeBron says, on any given night, we can beat anybody. They can. Would you be shocked if they went to Boston tomorrow night where they're 22-2 and two at home and beat the Celtics? I wouldn't be is shocked. Is Davis playing? I don't know. If he ain't well, playing, know, that's no. the point. That's, yeah. uh, that's not going to happen. I would be very shocked. No. Yeah, I would yeah. be shocked. Well, then that's not going to happen. But if he does play and plays the yeah, way if they, he can, if, yeah, if, sure. if he plays, yeah. there's a potential that they can go anywhere sure. and win any time okay. on any given night. If he plays right. and they all play up to their – Potential. Okay, so how do you explain 24 and 25? That's the, the key point here. That's why Darvin Ham is at least on the hot seat. Richard says it's time for him to go. Well, I, think I, don't know, of, I don't know that he's not on the hot seat. I just yeah. don't see where Jeannie Bussin will make an in-season yeah, decision known. because yeah. that's not her history. No. At the end of the year, that's a different story. At the end of the year, they can go to the playoffs and everything, and at the end of the year, they can say, you know what? Then never mind. I yeah. want something different. Well, to Richard's point, maybe the in-season tournament was the worst thing that could have happened to this team, right? How? Skip, well, it's all it is is seven games that they played throughout the course of the season. I, I know, but it's well, an indictment it, now for know, what they should be. It, right. It just showed what they could be. Yeah. Key, that's the only thing for me. But it's they just, also, I saw but how they hard also, they were playing. But they, they were, also have shown they, when it wasn't an in-season tournament and they won games – like you said, Skip, they went up to Golden State the other night, over, double overtime. It was beautiful. In, uh, whatever it was, 145. Five, 145 to 144. Which is a lot of points. But it's double overtime. I know. They won the game. They yeah. showed that they can do some things. They 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 beaten OKC. They did okay? twice. They've beaten them twice. Yes. I, I believe they beat the Clippers they twice. They beat them once. Once? They beat them once. Okay, so yeah. they've shown, yeah. and it's not in season. Yeah. It has nothing to do with in season. Yeah. So they've shown those sort of things. Yeah. Don't let the banner... Mess up your mind, Richard. Don't allow that. Don't I'm, allow I'm letting that. the effort mess up my mind. They effort. held Indiana, who's one of the top scoring teams in the in the NBA, just to 88 points in that, in that final game. They and did. they just they haven't showed they haven't that shown. kind of effort since. Agreed. Well, they beat the Clippers. Yeah. Well. They beat the Clippers, you should yeah. say. All right. Okay, we've got to respond to this because Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes have fired back okay. at Justin Tucker. That's next. No 
we went back and forth yesterday about the pregame incident involving Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, tossing aside the helmet and the kicking equipment of the Ravens' Justin Tucker, who said it wasn't any big deal to him, but that Mahomes and Kelsey apparently took it much more seriously. Now we have Mahomes and Kelsey on his New Heights podcast firing back at Justin Tucker. Listen to this. I've had like seven years of, of kind of doing that same warm-up routine, and there's only been, a, I think, like three occasions where there's been a kicker that wasn't uh, – because uh, you don't usually talk to the guys. There's been a kicker that wasn't necessarily moving out the way, or you kind of you weren't kind of sharing the field um, in the right way. And I mean, it was in Baltimore all three times. So um, I, he does that little stuff. That I think to try to get under our skin. And I asked him to move his stuff, and he and he got up and moved it. I think two inches, um, but but didn't move it out of the way. And I I, I was gonna kind of let it fly, but Travis kind of got it and moved it for me. And then after that, I wasn't gonna let him put it back down. So I have a lot of respect for him as a player and as a kicker. Um, one of the best kickers of all time, probably the best kicker of all time. But at the same time, you got to have respect for each team. And we all share the field, and we, we try to do that in a respectful way. If you're trying to go onto the other team's designated area, you kind of stay out of their way. You know, you, you, don't, you don't interfere with what they have going on. That is the unwritten rule. That's the unwritten rule. If you want to be a about it, you keep your helmet and your football and kicking tee right where the quarterbacks are warming up and they're yeah. dropping mm. so Keyshawn are you surprised Mahomes and Kelsey cared enough <clears throat> to respond to Justin Tucker uh, on the field or in, in no, the interviews? In here. In, in no not at all because they're being asked about it and they're responding this is the same it's the same feelings they had on game day. They just were not asked about it till after the fact. So they're giving you their true feelings. And remember, they had to hear Justin take a shot at them after the game. Go ahead. Exactly. Yeah. So they're yeah. responding, yes. Skip. And yeah. it, as I said to y'all, was it yesterday? Mm -hmm. I don't even know what day it, it was. But yesterday, yesterday yeah. I'd do the same thing. Justin Tucker need to move his ass out the way. I don't want to hear nothing about you at home. I've been doing this for 12 years. I'm one of the all-time greatest kids. So what? I'm warming up right now. Move, period. End of discussion. There's nothing else to talk about. And I'm glad Travis Kelsey did what he did. I'm glad Patrick Mahomes responded <coughs> the way he responded. Mm. Now, here's what I would say about this, though. They're turning in, the Kansas City Chiefs, they're getting ready to turn into the New England Patriots, mm. where... Players around the league are going to dislike the Kansas City Chiefs like they disliked for many years Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots, whether it was a deflate gate, a spy gate, or this gate, or we're going to change the scoreboard to see if we can put 100 points up, you know, yeah, or but, Richard Sherman. But Kansas City hadn't had any gates yet. Right? No, but that's okay. a day. Yeah. They don't need any gates. <laughs> Their gate is we're winning and we're dominating yep. at all-time fashions. We're going on the road and beat you. You wanted that? We're going on the road and beat you. You want to play us at home? We're going to beat you. Richard Sherman, when at Tom Brady, what was it you said, Richard? Uh, how you like me now, bro, or some way? You mad, bro. You mad, mad bro. bro. So they're getting ready to get a lot of that over the next several years as they continue to win. You know, they're going to continue to get these sort of needling effects from teams. That's just, and, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I don't think I'm wrong in this situation. But I'm glad they did that. Mm. I'm so glad they did that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad the they did too. Yeah. Yeah, because 
This was Justin Tucker being a little bit of an antagonist, like, hey, this is my space. Even where he was kicking from isn't a real spot kickers kick from. You never kick from the goal line. Even if you're kicking a field goal from the goal line, you're kicking from the 20. You don't kick from there. You don't ever kick from there. So it's it's his routine, though, and and it's him being an antagonist. Like, if he can get away with it, he will. And obviously, they weren't letting him get away with it, and they were moving. He just better be thankful it wasn't defensive players because they're a little crazier than that. And it wouldn't have been just throw your helmet. It would have been like, hey, I'm going to put my hands on you if you don't get out the way. Yeah. I'm going to remove you. But they probably wouldn't respond if it wasn't a Hall of Fame kicker, if he wasn't as respected as he is. Like any other kicker, they, <clears throat> they wouldn't have asked him to move. They would have just moved this stuff out the way. Like if you don't get your behind out the way and stop being a distraction to the game because you're a specialist and unless you're the wor- best in the world – you're probably not that relevant until it's time for you to do your job and you either make or miss the, the field goal. But it's very few kickers that are like that. You're like, man, he's one of the guys. He's what he's a football player. He's a reason they won. And he's a reason they're here. Justin Tucker is one of those guys. Robbie Gold was one of those guys. But in this situation, he was just being an antagonist and injecting himself into some controversy and good for them. Good for them. They let it be known. Let the story be told. Yeah, I can't give him. I can't give him flowers though, Skip. His career is his career. I can't give him, give him flowers. The reason I can't give him flowers is because he's not on my team. He's my opponent. flowers. How? Meaning like, like respect. respect. The respect. Yeah, I'm yeah. playing against him. I can't give him no respect. Man, no. you gonna move your stuff. Yeah, no. Period. I understand. Because if right. my quarterback, if some reason that win kicks up in Boston, I mean in 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 Baltimore. And that ball moves a couple inches over because Patrick said he moved it a couple inches. He did. What if it blows and it moves back right when he drops back and all of a sudden he steps on it? Now we're talking about something different. Okay. That's all, that, okay. I look at things okay. like that. All right. So my only surprise here was it's still just a kicker. And I know a lot of people think he's the greatest. Adam Vinatieri would have a case to be made, but he is all-time great, but he's still a kicker. So to Richard's point, I wrote this down this morning. If it had been Roquan Smith, then I'd say, oh, I got it. Because to Richard's point, it, it would have escalated quickly. And, and we would have had some issues going on because it would have gotten very physical if somehow they bumped into each other. I don't know. Some, you know, we had some on-field clash pregame. But in this case, it's a little surprising to me that both Patrick and Travis wouldn't just kind of roll their eyes and shrug and go on because they're, all, you know, they're going to the Super Bowl. And it, it surprised me a bit that they wanted to respond to any kicker, even this kicker, because he's just a kicker. Well, right? you're going to respond. If somebody, first of all, he mentioned them in his he, post presser. He, he did. He mentioned he, them, so they're going to yeah. respond to he, it. He and, called them out. And he, did. he called them out. And yeah. Travis is on his podcast with his brother, yeah. and, and, and Patrick is responding. But Patrick was a little... Patrick was it wasn't as harsh as <laughs> no. Kelsey. Patrick took more of a quarterback yeah. approach to the situation. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. But in the end, I don't blame him though, man. I don't blame him one but, bit. But you, you know what, Keith, you're talking about they're becoming the evil empire, you <clears throat> yeah. know, the Patriots. Yeah. But I, I think they obviously don't want to be viewed that way, so they felt like they had to defend their honor. You know, no, like they, they, they had to but say they they're they're they are defending their honor, but they're becoming that. Yeah. That's yeah, you can you can tell just Travis Kelsey wasn't this way in the middle of his career. At the start of his career, he was a little bit of, you know, yeah, he was he liked to do it do to do. Yeah, and Patrick Mahomes certainly was just Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. But you can tell, even Tom Brady, 
and Richard knows this, early in Tom Brady's career, he wasn't a, a, a talk. He wasn't any of that. Then eventually he became Tom Brady and he, he took the, well, he you would know. talk, man. Now all of a sudden he, you know, oh. he's going to talk that noise a little bit. Yeah. And so if people started to look at him and, yeah, I don't really like yeah. Tom. That's the way players True. felt well, on opposite it. teams around point. the league. Yeah. Hey, hey, Richard, what did Tom say to you that provoked you to say to him after you won the game in Seattle? Did he – was there he any trash talk? He, he told us. He told us to see him after the game, look at the oh. scoreboard and see him after the game if they got something <laughs> to say because they were up 10 at the time. <laughs> okay. All see? Right. There, there, there you go. go right saw there. Him after the game. Yeah. What was it again? You mad, bro? You mad, bro? Yeah, 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 it was that. It was that. It, and we saw him after the game. I, I man of my word. I showed up after the game. You said to see you after the game. I came and saw you after the game, you know. Yeah. Me and Tom are good, good friends now. But, yeah, okay. You, Richard, didn't, wasn't Tom thrown into the end zone to Welker, somebody to win the game at the end? And <clears throat> Do you remember how it ended? No, I don't. I just remember. One, one play I do remember is before the half, they were in field goal range. They were at the 10. And – he got a he got a grounding penalty that ran ten seconds off the clock and they didn't get points before the half when it was a guarantee that they were going to get points before the half and I don't think that's ever happened to them before. <laughs> okay. It's kind of crazy. All right, kind of crazy. Speaking of crazy, uh, Jerry Jones makes a pointed point yesterday that he could absolutely work with Bill Belichick. What? Oh, uh oh. Uh oh. Once again, your turn, hashtag undisputed live. Here we go. First tweet from the Fro Stones. Skip is being haunted by being stuck with Dak like Skip. Here's Dacky, one of my favorite movies, The Shining. Jack is back. I can't believe y'all just, y'all, y'all ready to throw Dak away. Yeah. I, it makes no sense. Well, I, I'll stuck tell with you him. what. You, you told me I'm stuck with him for like 20 more years, right? Until he retires. Way to go. Yeah. Appreciate that. And this is from not Dak, but from Zach. There's only one man that can save the Lakers now, and it's Steve Carell from The Office. That's that's who you're going to trade for. I think you're going to trade D'Lo for him, right? Yeah, makes a lot of sense. It does. And finally, from Matt, this is what I hear every time Jerry Jones speaks. Bill Murray, Groundhog Day. Well, it's Groundhog Day again and again and again and again. Keyshawn loves it again. I actually thought Jerry said some stuff there. Yeah, well, well, let's talk about it right here, right now. Okay. At first, yesterday, when Jory Epstein of Yahoo Sports asked Jerry Jones if he has spoken recently to Bill Belichick, Jerry said, I haven't talked to anybody that is a head coaching candidate other than my own. Okay. Then she asked if Belichick will get a head coaching opportunity in the NFL at all. And Jerry said, I I don't know. I wouldn't speculate. But when Jory asked Jerry about Belichick in general, this is what Jerry said. I know him personally and I like him. There's no doubt in my mind we could work together. None, none, said Jerry Jones. To me, that was a very significant statement from Jerry Jones. But Keyshawn, what do you read into it? I don't read much into it other than the fact that what Jerry is saying. Jerry says, yeah, they can work together. I've, of course you know him. How long has Jerry owned the team? 30? 89. 30 years or whatever the number is. is. Mm-hmm. Bill Belichick has been in the league that long. So, of course, you know him and you can work with him. You know a lot about him. You know, One of your 
Your buddies is Mr. Kraft, so y'all done had conversations about Bill Belichick, whether it's in the past or whether it was just the other day. Y'all certainly have had these discussions about who Belichick is, what Belichick is about, how did he win those Super Bowls, how could we do those things at those tea parties that they have down in, in, in Florida when they have a big old party and they're hanging out and owners' meetings. They're having conversations about their coaches and their front offices and all those things. Mm. Could he work with him? Yeah. But what you think is that Jerry Jones is going to fire Mike McCarthy next week when he leaves the, suit, the senior no. bowl and hire Bill Belichick. That's no. not where this is going no. at all. He's just saying, because a question was asked, if it was available, is that somebody that you could work with? That's all he's doing. Is that, now, but look, that wasn't the question. He just volunteered that. Well, you're just asking about your relationship with him in general, and he made a but, point, but, but, point but, but, I could work but with But why him. would you be asking me that? Why would you be asking me my relationship with somebody because you want me to say I can work with him? That's why you're asking me. But because Jerry knows there's been rampant speculation. Because the was yeah. out there. <clears throat> so, yeah, yeah, he's answering the yeah. question basically in his own way of doing things, okay. and I, I have no problem with that. Now, at the end of the season, because this isn't basketball, you're not going to – shoehorn him in there in week four and Belichick's going to come and save the day. Now, at the end of the season, if Belichick decides that or, or somebody doesn't hire him on these next two teams between yeah. Seattle and, and Washington, mm -hmm. next season, maybe there's an opportunity there because what he has done is he's hired older coaches that people didn't think, you know, Bill Parcells was in his 60s. Uh, Wade Phillips was in his early 60s. He hired them. Now, Belichick's a little older, mm -hmm. but he's still able to coach and willing to coach and no, all those sort of things. But can Jerry Jones stay out the way mm. and allow people to do their job? I think that would be the question if this was to materialize into anything beyond this season. All right. Richard. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's Jerry, just Jerry talking. Uh, I, don't, I don't think they could work. I had a lot of egos in one building. Um, Jerry likes control and he likes credit. Agreed. And I, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. Take real, really take Bill Belichick as a guy who really cares about who gets credit or not, but he does like control. And so, you're saying you can get along? That sounds good from thirty thousand feet when you're not in the building together and not trying to make this work. But when you're in a situation where both guys feel like they would make the best decision for this team, and they need the power to make the decision. So when things get muddy, and I think that's what happened with Bill Belichick in Atlanta, yeah. I don't think Arthur Blank was willing to give him that much power. Mm -mm. He's saying, hey, I want you to coach my team, but that's it. I don't need the rest. Yeah. And I think that is where, where the fork in the road was for that decision-making, and that's where things fell apart. At least things are rumored that way, you know, speculation, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And I, I, I agree. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's it, it's not relevant right now because they're sticking with McCarthy. So at the end of the day, whether they would have worked or whether they wouldn't work, I don't think we'd, we'd ever yeah. find out. OK, what's relevant to me is that Jerry chose to say this publicly. And sometimes he goes a little wacky and just babbles and just things spill out of his mouth. But there was a reason it ruffled his feathers. It, it hurt his pride that the speculation was, oh, they couldn't work together when there was rampant speculation that maybe he would fire McCarthy and hire Belichick. So Jerry wanted it on the record because he considers himself close friends with Belichick, that he could work with him, but I'm with Richard on this. There, There is no way they could coexist. There, There is no way. I, I'm sorry. I, 
I, I, I know they, Jerry. I, I honestly think they could I, I coexist. Don't. Okay. Okay. Bill's willing to work with other people. He's worked with other people before. That's why those guys were able to go on yeah. and get other jobs from New England. But he well, what he do you had think? sounding board. Those are sounding boards. Okay. He was well, making... What do you think Coach Parcells would be telling Bill right now if Jerry offered him the job? He'd say, don't take it. No, he probably would tell him to be careful. <laughs> yeah. One uh, of the things he would say is, um, oh, God, let me think of the word. What would he say? Well, I can't say what he would okay. say on air. <laughs> no, I, I just thought, like, I can't say that. No, he can't say that. But, but what but, happened? But Key, yeah, Key, go ahead. That, like, what happened, the sounding boards and, and having guys that you respect, who you, who you trust their opinions, is much different than Jerry saying, I need to pick this draft pick. I'll tell you who we're picking in the first round. And, and Bill being like, but, no, but I'm going to tell you who we're see, picking. But see, Richard, and, and Skip can speak to this. That's just out there in the universe. That's not what happens. Will Clay and Stephen Jones right. yep. are the ones kind of orchestrating who, what, when, where, and how. Jerry is the PR machine who has some football knowledge and insight, but Will Clay is really the mastermind behind all those players, just so that you know. Okay, but in the end, if there no. is difference of opinion, trust me, Jerry will break the tie. Well, he'll... he'll Especially yeah, but, on the first couple most, of picks. But most of the time, it's not we want to take Zach Martin yeah. and you want to take somebody else and we're going to go with Zach Martin. It's not like that. It's just not. I've been in that building with them. I've sat through drafts with them. It's not like that. You have to believe me when I tell you that. Everybody says that Jerry is meddling. Jerry is doing this. It's not like that. People think Jerry calling plays from the press box. That's no. the way that – that's the way people – Presented. Okay, as if but he's... remember, Jerry did go get Terrell Owens when Bill did not want Terrell. Yeah, and Bill okay. left. That's and left. And Bill okay. said, "I'm out for a month. I'm going <laughs> to. Go. I'm going down to uh, Jupiter, Florida. <laughs> no. Y'all coach the damn team during the off season because y'all not listening. Yeah, that was then. I All don't right. know that he would do that out the gate with okay. Belichick. It is time once again up next for Young Money. Yella and Alan Cubas are about to debate Chiefs and Niners. Stay with us. No mercy, no mercy, no mercy. Fall back down. Time for Young Money featuring two little Wayne protégés, buddies of mine, Yella Beasy from Dallas, Alan Cubas from Wayne's hometown of New Orleans. Man, I still haven't quite gotten over what Lamar Jackson did and did not do Sunday at home against the Chiefs. But, Yella, what was your biggest takeaway from Chiefs 17, Ravens 10? Um, you just pay for my home, that guy. You know, it's like you can't ever count him out in any type of situation. That's just one of those things. Like, he got his era. It's, it's like, you know, we had the Tom Brady era. I think we got the Patrick Mahomes era. We've been seeing it, but it's just like he just making it more – Visible every time that he step out there on the field, it's like you can never can't do that. Like he's gonna come and show up and show out every time. And it's like Lamar is a great athlete. I honestly feel like they had the better better team in my opinion. But it's just like I don't I don't think they was clicking the other day for some reason. Like the offense couldn't get in the groove because the defense had them to seventeen. Like the defense was doing they, they they thing. So I don't know like if it was the play calling or if they just were just out of sync. Like I don't. Say, I feel like the little plays, they, they, they kind of hurt him. They went with him two times, that back-to-back when he uh where he stood over dude and then he died and then fumbled the ball with a uh, touchback. So I feel like that hurt him. 
You know, but I feel like they had like a lot of more time after that. They just they couldn't get it together, man. Mahomes just that dude. He a Texas guy, so mm. I just feel like he's one of them. Yeah, he a Texas guy. You know how that go. Well, yeah. too bad he ain't y'all quarterback in no, Texas, huh? No. no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the, the the thing is in that in that particular game, the one thing that I took away from it, it's not even Lamar's play. It's the the aftermath that comes with the 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 loss. It's the 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 reputation. That the Lamar, fallout. the fallout. Yeah, it's is he can't win uh, yeah. the big games. He can't win playoff games. And yeah. it's so interesting because I spoke to somebody yesterday that is part of the Ravens organization. He said the only time that Pat that that Lamar has this thing is when he plays against Patrick Mahomes. Mm. He said that's the only time when he tries to out Mahomes. He Mahomes. says yeah. that he yeah. said that he said it. it it's like looking across the field and saying, I can do what you do. And even though everybody is telling me I can't, I'm trying to prove to people when he should have just been Lamar and just do the Lamar things that got him there. So, 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 he so got basically, caught up so in basically it. you feel like you, you basically you feel like he, he's not playing his game. He's trying to play Lamar, I mean a Petrum game where he played Petrum. Well that happens. It happens yeah. in sports. Uh, when when okay. you look Thank across you the field from somebody you you just naturally in basketball. Everybody that plays the Golden State Warriors, they want to shoot threes. Yeah. That's just you know everybody want to shoot the threes because the Warriors are doing it, and so everybody else wants to do it. It just naturally happens yeah. in professional sports. Okay, go, Allen. Right. I mean, I came away thinking. First question is, what's Legarius Sneed forty time? Because it seems like every time somebody had a breakaway or or an angle, they never took it. It seemed like every time I felt oh, there was no. a couple plays with Good Lamar. Question. With 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 yep. Zay Flowers, where they caught the angle, Thank and they you. didn't even um had the had the faith to beat it, you know. Then besides that, Andy Reid, I think he set the tone from jump coming in there, winning the coin toss, but deferring them getting that three and out, converting the plays they need to make, and going over there and um and score right off bat. I think that gave them the confidence going forward. And this Patrick Mahomes stuff is starting to come off. I mean, we early, but it's becoming a little Michael Jordan esque where. Even when he don't play great, they just find a way to win. Could 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 Lamar be the Barkley, the Malone in the era to to Patrick Mahomes, where he just can't get past that mountain? Mm. 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 All right, let's talk about the NFC Championship game. 49ers roaring back in the second half to erase that 24 to seven halftime deficit at home, advance to the Super Bowl 34-31. Allen, you first. Your biggest takeaway from that game. Like Frank Sinatra said, I did it my way. That's yeah. how Dan Campbell went out. He mm. did it his way. He was he true to himself. He did what got him to the dance. He, he's been exactly who he's been in his tenure with the Lions, and they backfired him in, in the worst time. And um, despite despite some of those plays that they could have made, those plays were there to be converted. You know, they had two drop passes that had nothing to do with Dan Campbell. He stayed aggressive, went for yeah. flea flick, flickers, drop passes. They had a botched um, down punt that they could have got at the one-yard line. Yeah. So that, that, that game was there to be won. Um, they went out on their shield. Qu credit the 49ers, who, with Trent Williams healthy, has been the best team in the NFL all, all year. But to me, honestly, I'm going to give you my opinion. I think the biggest, the biggest play where Dan Campbell dropped the ball was not preserving his timeouts. It was mm. imperative to score that touchdown and keep all three timeouts. Yeah. Even if, worst-case scenario, they run the kick team out there and get three, you needed to preserve the three. By you calling that timeout, you essentially put the games in the hands of an onside kick. You did. And, and that was that was the ball game. You put the games in the hand of an onside kick. You got to get points there, get a three and out. Then you get the ball back with 35, 40 seconds, and you still have a shot. Everything, er, er, Skip, everything from the Lions' loss got Dan Campbell's hands on it. Yeah. Everything. Every, sing, every single important play. Yeah. 
in that game it does. is Dan Campbell. Mm-hmm. Dan Campbell is yeah. my guy I played with. He cost the Lions the game. He just did. No I, doubt, Key, but that, he that, that cost them. That fourth and two, which we all know they should have went up 17. Key, hey. Dude dropped the pass, hey. though. It was there. There were that, plays that stole the drives that. that had nothing to do with Dan Campbell. Like, those, those, you know, but see, when you, say, when you say he's been doing this all year long, yeah. this ain't all year long, man. Mm. This is the NFC Championship game. This is the Super Bowl. At this point in time, uh, uh, going to the Super Bowl, at this point in time, you cannot think like a player. You have to think like a coach. A coach manages the situation. The calm, the understanding, get your ego, check it at the door. Okay, you go up 28, you go up 28 to 7 at halftime. That team that's walking in there, the 49ers, mm. they arguing with each other in the locker room. They, you know what I'm saying? That's a different mindset. Yep. And, and, and you just cannot. I understand Reynolds dropped that ball. Yeah. Play was yeah. designed, Jared Goff, like Skip said, through a laser. Yep. But take the three. Mm. Key. Take the three. Take yep. the points throughout the whole game. You in San Francisco with a 27, what was it, a 24 to 7 lead. Mm-hmm. In San Francisco, you got the, the momentum. Get the points. Like when we playing Madden and we gathering no Madden key for Mountain Dew or whatever we gathering for, you yeah. get the points. You don't let them get no opportunity yeah, to get back was, in this game, period. It was 24 to 10. I think, I think he was trying to hit a Sean Payton type yeah, play right, when he hit the You can't do that. Bro. You ain't Sean Payton. You Dan Campbell, Skip. You, you can't do that. At the end, Skip, at the end of the day, <laughs> you is biting kneecaps off. Yeah. That's what you said yeah. you're going to do. You're going to be physical. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. In the second half, yeah. you didn't even run the football. You the decided football. that you were going to run it for a grand total of what, eight times? Mm-hmm. Out of, after 21 in the first after half. After 21 mm-hmm. in the first half. That was, with a lead. That was bad, Coach. With that a was lead. bad, Coach. Yeah, absolutely. Man, you almost made me cuss just now. But Yella, some of those conversions, if, if, if they catch not even the fourth down, it was a third down play where he was over the middle. He catches that. A lot of the complexion of the game could change. And with all that being said, they still have a chance to win. I think they had to preserve those timeouts. Yeah. You score no. the ball, you get it back. All right, we got to run. I appreciate you guys. Good we want to run today. and find the Cowboys yeah. a new quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> go, Dak. Go. We ain't doing that. We're yeah. not doing that. <laughs> All right, up next, what? Jason Kidd compares Luka to Michael Jordan and to LeBron and to Kobe? So here's Jason Kidd on Dallas Radio talking about Luca, saying he's better than Dirk. He's in the atmosphere of MJ, the best to ever do it. LeBron, Kobe. And so just to appreciate what this young man's doing at the age of 24, it is something that Dallas has never seen. Keyshawn, do you agree with Jason Kidd? Man, it's a lot of bad water in Dallas, obviously, between Jerry Jones yeah, and the Dallas Cowboys and now Jay Kidd. And Kool-Aid, yeah. No, man, mm-hmm. six seasons in that career. Check this out, though. Luka, all NBA four, MJ four, Kobe one, LeBron three. Finals appearances, Kobe three, LeBron one. MVPs, MJ one, LeBron one. All defense, MJ three, Kobe one, LeBron one. Defensive players of the year, MJ one. Scoring titles, MJ four, LeBron one. On all these categories, Luka zero, all NBA four. That's it. How oh. could that be even close? And I'd even go in the dirt. <clears throat> Good question. 
Richard. I mean, at, at some point, at some point, you at least got to win something to get in these conversations. Let him win something. something. Let him Just let him something. get to a finals yeah. and, and and be in it and have some points before you start to get in these conversations. But not to say he hey. won't, but let him get there. Hey, Luca is a phenomenal score, herky jerky, hard to guard, but he guards nobody. He plays little to no defense. And Michael Jordan obviously was a defensive player of the year. So is, is Jason Kidd just sort of preaching to the Dallas Choir? Is he, he just he saying what the Maverick fans want to hear? I, I guess. I could have. He could have done something else, though. He could have just said he he's bigger right. than him. He shoots the ball better. Anything, but oh. that to, to go MJ. I'm but surprised, that. Jason. To Kidd? go LeBron, Kobe, or LeBron and Kobe. All right. That's it for today's undisputed. We're back tomorrow at 9:30 Eastern, and I. Clearly, been hanging around shit. Yeah.